0: Welcome to another edition of It's All Relative. I'm Josh. And I'm Timothy. And we are back bringing you The Fans, episode 25. 25,
1: 2-5.
0: Yeah, how you been, bro?
1: Man, I've been good, bro. I've been really good. Anything new? Yeah, been working on my YouTube. Yeah, uh, so I've been having the uh, retro gaming YouTube, but I've changed up the way I'm doing it. I'm not doing it like everybody else. I'm starting to do like how-to's. Because uh, the retro gaming scene has actually gotten really expensive. So there are actual alternatives like using emulation or using PC and using different ways of playing like ROMs and stuff so that you don't have to go out there and buy or pay thousands of dollars for these games. Mm -hmm. So I found a niche within that in helping people figure out how to do that. You know what I mean? And it's actually blown up, man. I got like... I'm almost nearing like 500 subscribers already. And you know, I started like maybe like a month and a half ago. Mm -hmm. So it's actually been going pretty good. And I'm learning how to like edit and the editing process, man, that shit is hard, man. Like actually doing like video editing, editing the audio, making sure everything is like very consistent and everything. Mm -hmm. That shit is hard. People don't like people kind of downplay and be like, oh, yeah, you can put out more videos. No, it takes it takes a lot of time to get that stuff together. Because especially you want to have like a specific style and verb that is yours, you know what I mean? So when they watch, they know it's you, right? Yeah, like I mean, you could copy somebody else, but people are going to see through it, they're going to right. see that it's not authentic. So, with that said, I've figured out my own style, I figured out my own flow. Uh, I think I can work a little bit better on the music, but it's working. And I'm starting to get that feedback. Like people are starting to find me online and saying, yo, thank you for that video. I didn't know how to do da da da. You know what I mean? Thank you for hooking it up. And it may, it really makes you feel good to like, like complete nobodies, you don't, or they're not nobodies, but they're just people you just don't know mm-hmm. messaging you and giving you like this feedback response saying, yo, good job for that video. I learned such and such from this so I was like, man, I'm going to really like start putting in more work into this YouTube. But to bring it back to this, mm. I have to tell you, I appreciate you, bro, for all of the work that you do. Uh, in the process of doing YouTube, I have watched so much stuff to see how I can get my stuff better. And I would look at a lot of the podcast stuff. Like, mm. you know, they do like the live podcast and it's all visual. I, in fact, I just watched one just before I got here. They're not good, bro. <laughs> they're not good at all. They're not they're not good. They're not prepared. People ramble. They don't have like specific topics. Right. And that's part of the whole YouTube game. And I'll I'll tell them, I'm like, if you're doing this shit live, you need to know exactly what you're trying to what you're trying to accomplish. I mean, you will get views because it's like a certain topic people want, but people won't stick around. They're not gonna they're not gonna stick around for like the actual conversation because there are none, it's just you rambling or making jokes and stuff, which you could do, but people just see through it, right? Yeah, so and that all comes with that YouTube stuff, too, man. So, yeah, man,
0: right? Well, first, I appreciate that, yes, you sir. Know what I'm saying, yeah, I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, no doubt, appreciate what we do here, absolutely. Yeah, it is, uh, you know, any format or whatnot, having an order. Right. You know, anything like that helps. Yeah, it and really helps, how, bro. That's how uh, you know, we've been able to keep pushing it and whatnot.
1: Yeah. So But with that said, that's the YouTube game, man. I'm I'm really like deep into. I'm really having fun with it. Cool. Yeah, man.
0: That's cool.
1: What about you? What's been going on with you, brother?
0: Uh, same old, same old. Same old, you same know? old. Yeah. Um you know, I was uh, I was blessed to celebrate another year God this blessed. past week. So, Happy birthday. Uh, I appreciate that. Yes, sir. So, uh, you know, I wanted to give a special thank you to, uh, you know, all those people who reached out and whatnot. That meant a lot. So thank you. That's what's up. Yeah. But um, other than that, you know, just uh, keeping it moving. Keeping it moving. You know.
1: Nothing wrong with it.
0: But uh, let's get into it, bro. Sure. Our guest today has agreed to come help us with this sports movie countdown. Okay. I'm right. Making his return to It's All Relative and quickly becoming our go-to sports guy. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Rob Parker. Yo, what's up, brother?
2: How's it going? Welcome. Thank you.
0: Yeah, thanks for coming back on and giving us some of your time, bro. We appreciate it.
2: Good to be back. And just real quick to touch, you're talking retro yeah. gaming, different ways to do it. Two and a half years ago, I found... Uh, Some old NES emulators on my phone. There you go. And I bought it or downloaded it, and it was hard to do. So I found you can get a Bluetooth SNES remote. Yes, you can. Bluetooth. So I got that. So I was able to play because it was hard on the flat screen. On the flat screen, right? Yeah. So I got. And playing contra mm-hmm. and Mario 3, Mario 3 yeah, yep. yeah all those old Nintendo games and SNES games it was it was awesome bro it me, really got into the old games
1: yo that's pretty cool let me ask you this question then that controller do you know if it's the 8-bit though controller
2: i be, I'm not, sh- I'm not honestly, sure honestly I, I can't tell you now I gave okay. it I gave after a while he I, gave it away. I gave it to yeah, my friend who yeah, came up from Texas that. and he's a big gamer too and of I was course, like I stopped course. using it and gave it to him but it okay. was it was awesome yeah. it was really good getting back into the old games. Right.
1: It it's wonderful stuff like yeah. um, even while I make some of the videos cuz a lot of the the videos that I make I have to like play the games because making the how to video you want to like be able to walk people through it. Bro, I, I've lost so much time actually just playing <laughs> instead of like recording. <laughs> yeah, it's you, great.
2: You know what's great about the retro games that I like? The graphics and the things about today's games are great, but a lot of games these days have a lot of stories and need right. a lot of time to play them. Right. And as you, don't have you know, the time. when you're 40, 40, yeah. like I'm 40, you know, I have kids and I don't have time to just get in and play right. depth. So I can just throw on an, an old game and spend 10 minutes playing it or 20 right. minutes, half an hour, or an hour and mm-hmm. finish it or get part way into it. And that was fun and that's it. But I don't need a whole storyline to yeah. it. It, just, it. It just goes on forever, yeah, bro. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And honestly, you're not the only one, like even younger kids, they're like, man, I don't want to like watch this all day. You know, I want to play something that's simple or play something that's like with other friends and whatnot. So yeah, yeah we're moving backwards. So it's okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Everything old becomes new. Isn't that it? You yep, know, style and everything. It. Everything old becomes new again. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Anyway. So
0: everything's been good with you
2: since yeah, the man. last time we've seen you. Yeah. Stay positive. You got to stay positive in Amen. life. So yeah. Yeah. I'm above ground, right?
0: Yes, sir. That's yep. true. It's a blessing. Yep. So, all right, let's hit the sports movie countdown. Sure. Now, before we start, I just want to explain a few things to the listeners. So, what we did is each of us has made a list, one to five, with one honorable mention. Okay. S- so, six in total of the most influential sports movies that made some sort of impact on our lives. All right. That sounds good. Okay. So, I do want to say that in no means are these rankings based off acting or how it was written, et cetera. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. solely based off the impact it left on us as individuals. All that right?
1: That's such an interesting way of taking at it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's so easy to be like, yo, I love that movie. It's the greatest movie. Yeah. I like that.
0: Yeah. Cause it's tough because I mean, you know, like I said, we want to stay away from like, uh, the acting and whatnot it's a total total different list right right, you know right. what i'm saying so
2: yeah and that's even hard i mean we're not actors i mean no we're not you know we all heard like podcasts or something where someone will say oh this movie this guy did a great job acting you're like oh i didn't re-, and they explain why and You're like oh, i didn't realize that because you're not an actor just right, what's right, on the right. screen you just see what's on the screen and maybe right. he made a lot more out of been giving nothing on the script and he really made something out of it mm-hmm. and he looks nothing but so for this it's you know it's what's you know, important to you So it really gives it A different angle I really right. like you did that Josh. So really, Nice, yeah.
0: appreciate that So, you know I did think that it would be easy uh, To make a quick list of six but, <laughs> Very uh, easy <laughs> It was actually quite difficult You yeah. know um, So many different sports movies uh, So, but uh, Let's get started who, Sure who, uh, who wants to start? Well, what we'll do is We'll start with the uh, The honorable mention one The sure. one that could have made the top five list, but, you know, just barely didn't. Right, right, right. It I could start. Could possibly be, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. go ahead, my man.
1: So, sure. Uh, love and basketball. That's my uh, honorable mention. So, mm-hmm. love and basketball is about two people who obviously fell in love. One was really good. Uh, Omar Epps, if you knew him. And this is Spike Lee joint, of course. Mm-hmm. So, they both fall in love, but they're both, like, really deep into basketball. So... A lot of it is um, it's like a I would say like it's more of a story of like growing up, but also at the same time dealing with love and how it deals with um, trying to become something that you want to be. So they basically uh, one of them basically being a girl. Right. You know what I mean? So back then it's actually really difficult for women to find their place in basketball because it's always been known as a men's sport. But she was the actress. She was very good at basketball and she was she was always being put down because, you know, she was a girl and all of this and fell in love with another person who was into basketball and he was working to get into the NBA. In fact, in the movie, he makes it to the Lakers and everything. Um, but at a certain point, they break up and things happen. Life happens, gets in the way. They find themselves back to each other. And at the end of the movie, the guy gets injured and he can no longer like play because he tears his ACL and everything. Meanwhile, she actually reaches like the pinnacle of how good she's going to be. You know what I mean? And she actually makes her way into the WNBA, like one of the first that makes it there. And I've always just liked it because I was as a child, I was just always like in love with the idea of being in love. So that always like really touched me. I would watch that movie a lot. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? And it was it was like, really powerful in a way for me. But at the same time, in the back of my mind, I understood how important it was for women to actually, you know, start to not be uh, seen as like second place. They're actually like not being taken that serious, but now they're being taken serious. And this was like one of the first movies to lead the way for that. Yeah. So it was like really, it was really powerful for me in that way too.
0: Yeah. Love and Basketball is a really good, uh, a good movie. It really is. You talk about the whole, the whole love thing that they did start. uh, I mean, it went back. uh, They were teenagers. Because Mm -hmm. no, like they were, they were kids. Right. And, uh, you know, they, they, they weren't in love as kids, but they were what? Neighbors or whatnot. Yeah, of course. And the chick had skill. You know what I'm saying? She did. She she had math school, and uh, I like. I did like how that, uh, how the whole story was with that movie as Mm -hmm, well. Like mm -hmm. they did uh, end up going to the same college Mm -hmm. and everything, dealing
1: with the same stuff. Yeah,
0: and uh, yeah, that was a good choice. Thank you. You seen Love and Basketball? <laughs> no, you, well, I
2: know what it is. I've you know just, what? Oh, you I, watch yeah, it. yeah, I've never. I've, I've a couple of times I meant to go turn it on and just oh, right. passed it over, but I'd never actually seen it. I like Omar Epps, man. He's Omar really good. Epps is really good. He's yeah, really good yeah. at it. He's he's a good actor, man.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did a good job in that movie. It was pretty cool because it it literally shows like them from being kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, hit Omar Epps character being like as a kid. He was. Was a good good hooper, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he has skill. But this chick, she was good. She was better than some dudes, you know. She was better than him. Yeah. And they grew up together, kind of competing a little with each Mm -hmm, other, but mm -hmm. end up, you know, falling in love and whatnot. And they go to the same college, but then you know how. Uh, distractions and whatnot can, you That's know. That's right.
1: Especially when he was getting good, so he was yeah. getting, like, mad distractions. Yeah. And so
0: it is cool. It is at the end of the movie, though, um, because they, you know, they stay together through the majority of the movie. They end up separating, mm-hmm. and then you see when they are brought back together at the end, though, that uh, Omar Epps' character is with somebody new. Right. Who's uh, yeah. Tyra Banks. <laughs> yeah. Fine as hell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. I think it's
2: our generation where... Women playing sports, it wasn't viewed as like a girl couldn't or woman couldn't be as good. It's like our generation where that really happened. Right, right, right. Where it's you know, like, you didn't say, Oh, because someone's a girl can't play as well. Exactly. You know? and, and that's really good to see. I remember in school, there was a girl, Kim, uh, that I went to school with and played basketball. She was neighbors with a friend of mine. We played and mm-hmm. she was on the school team. And I was like, She's probably pretty good. Like, I didn't say, Oh, and man. She whooped me. And she's whoop, really nice. Yeah, whooped yeah, me. They're really yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. She, she absolutely she embarrassed me. And I, yeah. I, I mean, I played I didn't <laughs> take her for. I didn't take. I didn't think. Oh, she's a girl. I can't play. No, nah, I'm not. Nah, I wasn't very good, but I always you know right. played hard and. Right. Yeah, man. She embarrassed me. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it
1: kind of reminds yeah. you like shout like out some. Kim. <laughs> shout out to Kim Yeah, for real, yeah, real.
2: yeah. She's uh, I think she. Kim Costello. I think she's a coach. I think Arlington. I and, think. And she's think, a coach yeah. now. Yeah, I know she coaches Facebook friends, and I think she's an I don't know if it's Arlington high school, I think maybe middle school or something, but she's a coach and she's yeah, really good. Nice. Yeah.
1: And that happens and it's actually really nice. I mean, it just shows you that some people are just really nice on the court or basketball or football. They just good. They just happen to be a woman and yeah, yeah, it doesn't really matter. But that was the, in my mind, that was the first time that someone, not only for me, at least they put it on the silver screen. So this was like something that was blown up for everybody to see. But at the same time, it w- it's kind of like a reminder, like, yeah, girl could be nice at this, too. You know what I yeah. mean? Or, you know, and also the f- the fact that it's love, like a love story. But for me, it was more so like, yes, we're finally being seen as equals. Yeah. Once it gets yeah.
2: on like the, the big screen or TV right. shows, it starts to become more accepted in accepted. society. So exactly. I'll have to watch that movie. Yeah, but for it sounds sure. like it really portrayed.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's definitely worth watching. Oh, so. for sure. Yeah. All right, Rob, you want to hit us with your honorable mention?
2: Yeah. Uh, so my honorable mention, before you were saying how this list, list was tough, and this was going to be, like, third on the list for me, but I had two more that came up today and completely bumped it off. Oh, or wow. Actually, it was going to be fourth, bumped it off, and I watched it yesterday. Happy Gilmore.
1: Happy Gilmore. Uh, Happy Gilmore. Gilmore.
2: Yeah, for me, it's the comedy. Like, there are so many parts of that, you know, fighting with Bob Barker that got brought up between friends and I, and I played <laughs> soccer, and there was one of my teammates uh, that would always – he was like, uh, oh, the, the energy is circular, circular. Block it out, take it in. You know, always oh, we'd be on, you know, we'd play in the middle of a game, and he's like, all right, guys, we got, this is what we got to do. The energy circular, and we all be laughing. You know, we're in the middle of a game, and you know, we get the balls out of bounds, and he's trying to, you right, know. Right, or he's
1: running out. Yeah, of yeah, 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 and it's yeah. just
2: yeah, the comedy from that. I, I think it's timeless. And Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin. Yep, what a Gavin, great. Yep. Psh, and everyone knows <laughs> I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? Uh, and then he walks. I mean, there's so many great lines, mm-hmm. and you know, I love comedy, and, mm-hmm. and and that really kind of put Adam Sandler on the map as well outside of SNL. As far as movies, I right. think that was his first. That big That was hit, his first right? big one. yeah And uh, yeah, so for me, uh, Happy Gilmore, just because the comedy. I'm a big comedy guy, and and so many lines out of that movie. You know.
0: Yeah, I was gonna Not mention bad. too, real quick, that uh, I mean, there are so many classic scenes. And the- actually, before I go into that, I should real quick just mention too, mm-hmm. since we're talking about it. Uh, my choice for the honorable mention too was also Happy, <laughs> Happy Gilmore. Gilmore. Okay, okay cool. shit. So uh, yeah, we'll just I'll just slide in real quick too with it. Um, but I was gonna say that um, there are so many classic scenes and lines from that movie yeah. you know, that we've all seen. What you know, and you mentioned the Baba uh, Barker fight. Yeah, and <laughs> you, the price, price is wrong. The, wrong, the price bitch. is wrong, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, <laughs> you
2: just, did jab, you? jab, jab. He's beating
1: the... <laughs> did, yeah. you, did you both know that that won the MTV Movie Award for Best Fight? No, I didn't
0: know that. No. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. So won yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. That's still, uh, still to, to this day, is one of my favorite movies, still to this day. Perfect. Uh, you know, it, I agree with you. It was, It's definitely one of my favorite Adam Sandler movies. Mm. It, I think it was amazing. I'm, uh,
2: I'm bad with names. The Orderly. I can't think of his name. He's a famous actor, uh, Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Yeah. Put him I'd on the like, map can, too. Can I get a nice warm glass of milk? Give you a nice <laughs> warm glass. Just shut the hell up. <laughs> you know? But I think that's one of his early movies that yeah. he kind of you know starts making his introduction to all of us. Yeah. You know, in Comedy. He does great in that, and he's a small role. but He's small. Awesome. Yeah, but he's still good. Yeah. 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 There was
1: a couple of them on there. I'm looking at it right now. Ben Stiller, uh, Lee Trevino was there. Yeah. Uh, Francis Bay, Carl Weathers.
2: Carl yeah, Weathers, jobs. Chubbs. Chubbs. Yep. Chubbs. Yeah. Carl. Uh, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Christopher
1: yeah. McDonald, but that was yeah. Shooter. So, and
0: yeah. it's yeah,
2: one of the few Adam Sandler movies without. Um, oh God, who's the guy who's in like all of his movies?
0: What character? Give me another Adam Sandler movie. I know because he, since the beginning, which I liked, he brings his his people with him in most yeah, of his movies, mm-hmm. and so they are all play. Even it, it could be the smallest role, but sometimes they're always in that.
2: Who's? Oh God, I can't even. Let me
1: see. See if we can't find it.
2: Um, there's one with big. Was it Big Dad? Not Big Daddy. What's the, the movie where he has a son? Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Yeah, Big Daddy. Yeah. The the other actors in there. I can't think of his name right now.
1: Hold on, let's I'm pull so up bad the list. With names. That's okay. Me too. We gonna pull up the list, though.
0: They have the two <laughs> dudes that played the gay, the gay guys. Remember his boys, and then the other dude who's got the like froggy deep voice with the like crooked eye and shit.
2: I th- yeah. I, but.
0: But I, I will say while, while we hitting that real quick that sure. um, you know uh, Happy Gilmore was released February sixteenth, nineteen
2: ninety six. Yeah, it's right in our but, wheelhouse as far as uh, you know teenage years and all.
0: Yeah, well, actually, see for me, I'm a little younger because oh, I rem- huh. I remember being I think I was in fifth or sixth grade, mm-hmm. and I literally go into my friend's house right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. watching this movie for the first time, and it, it's like on a on a VHS tape, right? right? right so. Right. so And I remember watching it and laughing my ass off, (laughs) like at that. It was hilarious.
2: Yeah, it was. It's such a classic movie. Uh, Yeah, I I love the
0: time too, because especially around that time too. Like, I love the whole. He's a hockey player, right? right. Or, or, or pretty bad hockey player. Yeah, right. right. And from hockey to golf, <laughs> to golf. Like, well, it's well, he's crazy. still
1: hitting something. Yeah.
0: But I yep. did like I did like the, how the story portrayed it too. Like it it was the whole bond with him and his grandmother. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which was uh, super important.
2: Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. That's the is. guy. Oh, he's yeah. in a, he's in like every Adam Sandler movie. isn't yeah, he? Or a bunch course. of them. And that's like the, his first movie. But he was I guess he probably once he made it big he you know, but yeah he wasn't in it. But yeah, so many good people in that
0: movie and getting back to big daddy real quick quick side note. <laughs> rob schneider in big daddy hit hey, that character he was hilarious Various. yeah that yeah
2: man. that's why i remembered him mostly from that so, yeah
0: all right so the honorable mentions good good uh mm. good, choices. good choices so Thank you. all right let's go back around let's uh <laughs> let's start hitting the uh let's get into the list to
1: get into the list so
0: number 5 so 10. number
1: 5 the karate kid so the mm. original karate kid yeah. okay yeah so yeah, bro as a kid i I would love karate. I mean, I was not good at it. white belt forever, you know, shout outs to that, but the karate <laughs> kid that was like that story like where you know these were like kids that were just a little bit older than than us, and you would just watch this this kid he was like just some like punk kid, you know what I mean, like the girl at uh, high school had to deal with people bullying him and everything, you know messes around in his apartment, finds this old man that apparently is like a karate master and that just can just whoop ass from here to Japan, you know <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was, it was like another one of those things. So I, this is going to be a running theme with me too, where it's like I'm learning like little themes and stuff about life. And for this one, it's more about him learning discipline, you know, learning how to fight, learning how to get that power, learning how to defend yourself and everything but also learning like some sense of control and you know not doing it unless it's absolutely necessary this type of thing and that that type of that type of thing really stuck with me and also the i mean also the fact that he finally got like to whoop that dude's ass at the very end and on top of that he got to go you know he does the big tournament and everything and he wins with the with the crane kick and everything and that was pretty cool because it it it, all, it basically just all came together. The fact that he learned, you know, he was trained really well. He was getting his ass kicked during the term. It wasn't like it was easy and he didn't get it for free. But he also learned how to overcome everything to win regardless. And so that that's just beautiful to me. It, it's just a perfect movie for me. You know, it can't be the number one, but it's one of those perfect movies for me that I always I always remember.
0: Classic. actually. Yeah, classic. I, I, it slipped my mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, I, yeah. and I feel like everybody in our generation that movie probably <coughs> was extremely important to everybody yes, in was. our generation it I, really I feel like no matter what at some point every kid either you know thought they were uh, what, what's it, Johnny Man. part of, of the course. Cobra Kai or, yeah, yeah. or or uh, Daniel Daniel, Daniel. Daniel. Daniel his Russo, Russo. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and we talk about everything
2: Come back around Cobra Kai show Cobra Kai, show, you Cobra know? Kai so.
1: is amazing Have you watched it? Is, yeah it? yeah I have. Every you episode I have Yeah yeah Love it Yeah yeah. 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 yeah.
2: So, and so now even it's, relevant now It's never
1: relevant yeah. now But the yeah. funny thing about Cobra Kai Is like it's kind of At least for season one It's kind of like the reverse Yeah You mm-hmm. know what I mean? The bully got his ass beat And apparently that shit Just ruined his life Yeah It literally ruined his life And for him, it, it became like a story of kind of like baby, like redemption, redemption arc. But at the same time, he basically just had to just like overcome this thing. This kid kicked your ass 20 years ago. Why are you still like letting this ruin your life?
2: Yeah, but isn't isn't that life though? Like, that is kind you, you, of life. You, you see, you, it depends what side you look at it. You see from Daniel Russo's LaRusso's side, right. LaRusso, sorry, Russo's side, and yeah, you yeah. see how he wins this tournament. And, you know, he's the hero and everything. And right. you see the bully in... In in um, Johnny, Johnny, and you, right. you see a little bit of how his teacher made him that way, but right. you don't see the after story. You get a couple exactly. different episodes of or a couple different uh, sequels and you see Danny, Danny, but you don't see the you don't see, uh, the, you don't see the aftermath exactly. of what happens exactly. to him. And it's not life, you know, you get yeah. whatever side you get it from, but you don't realize that he yeah, might seem story. like a bully had everything, but right. not really, you know? And see,
1: that's actually kind of funny because <clears throat> you can go on forums now and there are a lot of people that say that Danny was the bad guy or, i heard about it. Yeah. yeah Yeah he's like Oh my god That guy was an asshole He ruined his life And it's yeah. like,
2: yeah, I like I He was hitting that. on his girlfriend well, and like, Yeah think yeah. about kicked, it
0: He didn't steal his girl kicked Johnny's ass And took his girl <laughs> <laughs> Yeah you know yeah. It, it was his girlfriend
2: the, Whatever yeah. their bad situation Might not have been Viewed from Danny's side Is great right, But right, right. it was his girl, go- And he's hitting on his girlfriend hitting on And, and he's just In the way He's defending him, his girlfriend Which right. is an honorable thing In a way Like hey This is my relationship What are you stepping In the middle of it for See
1: the problem I had The only problem That I really had with that Is watching the Karate Kid like I had to watch The Karate Kid after I watched Cobra Kai and the way the cinematography is is that they really just wanted you to think that the guy was a bully so you didn't get to see all of the background noise that he may be like yeah he's defending his girl you know what I mean or defending what he thinks is his or whatever Yeah. so it was, it was interesting It's an interesting movie Even in retrospect now Yeah, yeah.
0: A great movie yeah. I, I will say too That any kid Who watched that movie At that time Everybody had a crush On that shit oh, yeah. yes. She's yeah. the cutest And I will say too Because I did watch uh, Cobra Kai on Netflix The mm-hmm. biggest disappointment Of that was Because she was so hot Back in the day And then when I and seen her off. Uh, yeah, uh On the show I was so excited <laughs> When I was watching the show And mm-hmm. they actually hinted That she was going to come back I mm-hmm. was like Oh mm-hmm. shit You know finally get to see what she looks like after all these years I'm sadly disappointed yeah, yeah. See, it happens but there, you know
2: is there anyone here who didn't try the crane kick because i think every kid <laughs> oh, right course, every yeah. kid right you always pick yourself and i mean that's not oh, a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, but, no that was a yeah. good good yeah good choice Appreciate excellent it. choice so rob number five the sandlot line. Uh, yeah. yeah i'm rocking the shirt killing, killing me smalls once again things? so many
2: different lines and and uh you know uh just yeah you know, i know it's a baseball i mean i did play baseball little league i didn't have a bunch of friends that got together mm-hmm. but just the idea of a bunch of friends getting together playing a sport and picking on each other right. and, and and being you know the new guy he didn't know you know i moved when i was nine years old and mm-hmm. it was completely everything was new to me and you know, i went from a Two completely different places, you know, and uh, it's just being the new guy. I definitely related to that. And uh, pep, oh, God, um, the the cheerleader. The cheerleader? Uh, the, uh, the not the cheerleader? cheerleader. The 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 um lifeguard. Life life everyone yeah, didn't yeah, have yeah. some Wendy sort of peppercorn. peppercorn. Wendy Peppercorn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, everyone didn't. Have you didn't seen her? Have you seen her now? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Ooh, she's still yeah, hot. She man. is. She's still she, hot. Yeah. hot. She has not changed. Every kid had some older girl oh, yes. that you know, and and. You know, I love baseball, uh, so that was a that was a big thing for me. I had Saint Bernards growing up, so mm-hmm. seeing the huge Saint Bernard, right, uh, right. yeah, I had a Saint Bernard, so that, that played a part. And then my daughter loved the movie,
1: oh, so nice. being able to
2: connect, she, yeah, be yeah. able to connect that with my kid, you yeah, know, yeah. my daughter. I have a son too. I can't wait for him to see it, but being able to watch that with her and have her love it, and be like, oh yeah, it was great. And I'm a big Dennis Leary fan, so that was his first introduction, uh-huh, small uh-huh. part, but small part, yeah, yeah. So yeah, just the whole thing, the. Kids picking on each other. I love that type of humor between guys. I love ribbing on each other, you right. know, and yeah, right. in the summertime getting in trouble. And we all love summers of as course, kids, you know, course. like, so. Yeah, we' were just, not inside. Yeah, yeah. So that, that was, for me, it was hockey when I was younger, but getting together with friends and playing, you know, mm-hmm. that one sport, that was, uh, yeah, for me to say i Let
1: me Let me ask you this question real quick. Let me slip it in. When you watch it, you say you watch it with your daughter, right? Yeah, yeah. How did it feel like watching her watch it for the first time? Like, you you already know all of the moments that are about to come up. Like, when it finally get there, did she, like, connect in the same way that you connected?
2: She had already seen it. I didn't know. She was like, we were trying to find movies to watch together, and I was like, well, what about the Sandlot? She's like, oh, I just watched that like last week or week. I was like oh, oh I was like oh, no. we watched it together again anyway but you know she had already but you know okay. she saw it, yeah and liked it so it was cool it was fun watching it together you know All right that's but cool Yeah that's cool. yeah I mean there are movies I do that with with her now but the right. sandlot I didn't get to see with her the first time Oh no that's yeah. okay yeah.
1: you still got another
2: chance
0: <laughs> Yeah yeah Yep Yeah Sandlot's a great choice I will say <laughs> I'll just mention though too because I did have Sandlot on my list as well. <laughs> Not as number five though. So okay, I'll just we'll, say we'll get there. For uh, you know, we we'll, I, I guess we can touch on that once we hit it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, once yeah. we hit it. But um great choice. Absolutely. Uh, you know, let like I said, we'll we'll get into that when I hit it.
3: That's
0: but, quite uh, all right. My number five. You saw Sandlot, though, yeah, right? Bro? Of course, okay. bro, many I times. Did, okay. I had to make sure. <laughs> Classic. But uh My number five choice, uh, a Spike Lee joint. Okay. All right. I I have to say, because this is important, released May 1st, 1998 to the U.S. All right. But for New York City only, it was released April 25th, 1998. (laughs) All right. Shout outs. Yeah. Starred Denzel Washington, Ray Allen, Mia Jovovich. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He got game.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Great movie. Great movie.
0: Jesus Shuttles Worth. Yeah. You know? What a uh, name. What a name. What a movie, what a movie bro. Yeah.
2: Powerful movie. Yeah, really.
0: I felt like that movie hit home with with many people. Oh, it did. You know what I'm saying? It, uh, the distractions of life with a young athlete mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. the hood. You know what I'm saying? The relationship uh, between a father and son. Yes, sir. Uh, tough love for sure. Tough love. Uh, yeah. But that tough love created a star. One of the things that I loved about that movie, though, was was the whole complete story of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it was. Uh, I mean, you got have, have you guys seen it? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So, like, I guess then quickly, like in a nutshell, you know, uh, his father uh, ended up killing his uh, killing his wife and or Ray Allen's character's uh, mother right. by accident. He went to prison and whatnot, and he was offered a. Like a deal, like if he could get his son to go to a certain school, then he would have uh, less time on his uh, his jail sentence sentence. early release. Yeah, Yeah. cutting it
1: a little bit short. Yeah,
0: so but um, I mean, the story of the whole thing was just so so crazy, and like Denzel did awesome. You know, I, I love that movie. Mm-hmm. That was my number five. Yeah. It's a great movie.
2: Well, Ray Allen, he's not—he's never acted, as far as I know, before no. or after. And he's a real quiet guy. You you're big, big basketball. He's not a of course, but still, he did an awesome he's job. Perfect, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, no, he did play that uh, character amazing. And I think, like you said, I, I don't—I think that's his only uh, his only time being on screen, yeah, playing a character and. Like we had mentioned, what, uh, what better character than Jesus Shuttlesworth? Jesus yeah. You know th- what I'm saying?
2: And think about it. You're, you're, you're Ray Allen. You're a big basketball star. And you're a star in your, in your forum of basketball. But right. then now you're standing and acting, and you're acting face-to-face with Denzel. Right, it's, right. I like, to right. imagine the, it's got to like be the, intimidating the for right, you. Right. Know, here he is, like you said, can, uh, one of the best shooters of all time. I'd, I'd say of all time. And meanwhile, he's stepping into a forum where
1: has yeah, Denzel. Nothing. Yeah, right, right, like, right.
2: But he still does an awesome job.
1: But Denzel, Denzel is just the type of person where he's going to make you feel comfortable no matter what. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't, or at least if there's no story out there. But I've never really heard of anybody that couldn't work well with Denzel. you yeah. know what I mean. He, he played, like ease you into it.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. No, you're cut good, you off bro. You're like good. That. He plays characters so well, right. And whether good or bad, in this movie, you think uh, his character was more of a bad yeah. character? Yeah, yeah, a little
1: bit more intimidating.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But he did he nailed it. Yeah. He killed it, man. Yeah. He uh and like I said, anything by Spike Lee, I'm a fan of usually anyway. He does an amazing job. Yeah. And
2: so. I think that was a time where we were starting to see more of you know, prior to like our time, the reporters were more friends with mm-hmm. professional athletes, so you didn't, you know, you only got the good about them, but mm-hmm. you start to see a lot more of the life stories of professional professional, pl- professional mm-hmm. sports players, and especially in basketball. I guess a lot of sports, basketball, and I guess football, you get a lot of, um, you know, inner-city inner youth people coming up, and you don't hear a lot of backstories, and, right. and now you're starting to get the difficulties they go through. Right, mm-hmm. You know, not to say people with, you know, wealthy, don't have these issues, too. I'm not, I'm not saying that, but, you know, we weren't exposed to it as much, I would think, and right. that's when it kind of— and that different really types it, yeah, of different distractions. types of distractions, right, right, and that's mm-hmm. where it really got thrown more in, in, out into the open. Yeah, for it, sure. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder if, uh, I don't know Ray Ray Allen's background as far as family. I wonder if there was any, any, you You think know, he brought you know? some of that there? I don't, I don't know. know. I, I, don't I don't know if his father, maybe no, his father I think, wasn't around hard on him. You I know? think
0: his father, I, I've, cause I've listened to Ray Allen, a few things on Ray Allen and I believe, I mean, I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. He was, um, an army kid or a Navy kid oh, or something. Okay, so okay. he, so he bounced around. I know that. And like, uh.
1: So he never really had a home base at all. So that's part of the problem.
0: No, but he did talk about like him and his father. Like he learned respect through his father. His father was part of the, you know, the army and whatnot. Okay. So that's how he. Discipline. uh, Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
2: And I I wonder, you, you, you know, we all follow sports. You hear people whose parents were too hard on them and pushed them, but it made their relationship really strained.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, I know mm-hmm. I have
2: a great relationship with my dad. And he loves mm-hmm. sports, I do too, but he never pushed right. me. Not, not that I was ever good enough to right. be pro. Right, right, but right. you wonder if people like Ray Allen, situ- or at Jesus Shuttle situation, if they would trade having a normal, or call normal relationship with your father, would he trade that? F- away and not be a star or would he rather make it but have a strain you know it's a you kind of wonder that's because you question. think a lot of times that strained relationship pushes you in right. a way, you know it, it
1: does it does and you don't um you don't get it until you are the star and then someone comes up and tells you like oh bro you nice or something like that and then you if you if you really go through the steps you probably will walk it back and be like all right that's the reason why my dad was yeah. so hard on me, or my coach. Or, you know, or, or I whatever. wanted to
2: prove him wrong. He said I couldn't he do it, I couldn't right? so he drove it. me to, right. to prove him wrong. Meanwhile, they had such a bad... Um, yeah, I don't know if any of you guys are... Um Watched the Mets 86 documentary just out. Keith Hernandez was talking about how his, his dad would always critique him. Right. Always critique him. Always. He stopped talking to his dad during the 86 World Series because of it. It was never See, good I, enough. That I didn't know. So you wonder, you know, and then you wonder. It's not surprising. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear about that, you yeah, wonder.
0: Yeah. Well, let me ask both of you guys real quick, then. Quick side note. Do you both agree with tough love or tough coaching or being hard on a kid and, and a young athlete? Or do you agree with this kind of kind of way that people now go about these things, you know, where it's not, it's not really as tough. It's more, you know, everybody wins. No. You get that, everyone gets their participation Yeah, no, no, trophy. I don't, so
1: <clears throat> straight off, I don't believe in that participation trophy stuff because okay. if you're going to give a participation trophy, I mean, why why not even play? Just be in the, like the bleachers or the stands or whatever. Yeah. Um, But I will say this, I do believe in tough love, mm-hmm. but I believe in tough love at the point where if the kid is really showing that he wants to do it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it may, maybe he comes and they have like a heart to heart or whatever. And the kid says, dad or mom, I really want this, you know, or coach, I really want this. Mm-hmm. How can I reach the next level? If he's already like uh, playing or whatever, then if you want to apply tough love, because that is what is required. You know what I mean? Like you look at the NBA, you look at the NFL, you know, MLB, you look at like all these sports in uh, NHL, even stuff like NASCAR racing and stuff, like the people that really win the winners, they are the ones that train every day. They are the ones that if they take like 100 shots and they miss like 20, that's bad. It's not it's not good enough. They they are the ones that want like the extra 10 to go in and they'll go the distance. But and in some cases, you really have to like tell people like because these are the people that win like this they don't they don't settle for less and they don't try to like make excuses and they don't you know they don't try to um, like find ways to be lazy. Oh, I'm too tired. You know what I mean? Even like that base stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So they try to like push all of that out you now being like, you don't have to be like a complete asshole about it, but you do have to kind of like push them harder than anybody else. Uh Yeah. Yeah, So
2: I don't believe in participation trophies either. I think you should reward the team that does well and it gives motivation for the other teams that aren't, you know, didn't win to, to do better. Um, as far as a parent, I think it's a, I think it's a fine line. I think you see, Michael Jordan, father had a great Michael relationship. His father go. pushed him. Jerry right. Rice, father pushed him. Right. The Mannings, father pushed him. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, you can go too far. I think it has to do, I think, having a good relationship, a good open relationship with your kids right. is important. You can mm-hmm. push them, but still have expectations. I think if you're a coach, too, that's a different scenario. Because if you're a coach and your kid's on your team, I think, for me, if I were to coach, I would be extra hard on my son but i've explained to him before and listen you're my son, you're I, son. I, mm-hmm. if the co- if the rest of the team sees me even being any easy on you they're going to think e- even if i treat you equal but it, you know if i were to give another player on the team a break because i think you needed it but i give you that same break they're going to see it as me being easy exactly. so i'm telling exactly. before and listen i got to be harder on you than everyone yeah, else you're but, the but don't example. take mm-hmm. exactly but mm-hmm. don't take it personal and then i'd pull to side afterwards say listen mm-hmm. i was hard on you there because i need to be harder but, you know, I think it's a, it's a, it's a fine it's a line. Take. If you're not a coach, even just as a parent, it's a fine line. You want to push your kids to be better. Right. But, you know, you don't want to push them so hard that, you know, you're... are Yeah. You're, you're, mm-hmm. yeah you, and you don't have a good parent-child relationship because I think a father-son or a father-daughter, you know, we're all men, so... You know, mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. ...is a more important relationship overall than them being good at sports and you being our teacher or coach, you know, because right, right. sports is going to end for them if they're professional, but that... Father son, father-daughter relationship is never it's gonna forever, end. Now that's exactly. that's more important. So that's gotta be a solid base there. Mm-hmm. And then from there you build off as the as the the pushing harder for them to be great at something if they're even skilled they're enough even and skilled. all that. Yeah. Cause right. I mean, think about it. If you're gonna ruin your parental relationship, what are the chances they're gonna make pros in anything? Exactly. And you're gonna throw little, that out little. the window for yeah. the small chance they are. Is yeah. that worth it? No, it's not no, worth never. it. Never. No. You
3: know? You
0: know, that's why tough love, I agree. It's it's very it's important. Yeah. It's beneficial. Tough love without breaking the yeah. individual or the kid.
2: You need mm-hmm. tough you know. love because you know what? Life is that way, man. Life is exactly. Life is, you're going to have times in life. Life is hard. Exactly. Life is hard. You can get
0: mm-hmm. your ass whooped a, a yeah. bunch of times. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, that comes up in one of my movies. going
2: to break you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? One that of my five comes movies. Up that's a one big, of mine. Yeah, yeah. It's a big nice. theme in front of mine.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, all right. Well, then let's keep it rolling. Uh, number four. What you got, Tim? Well, with that said, Coach Carter. So,
1: yeah, Coach
0: Carter is literally
1: what we just, just said, so I can just make this one short. Basically, as a coach, you know, inner city youth dealing with them. First thing off, he doesn't even like let any Samuel L, by the way, not a mm-hmm. good actor. Good. You can't. <laughs> can, exactly. Yeah, very. Yeah. Exactly. You couldn't even play unless you had like maintained a C plus. So he already had put that right there. You know yeah. what I mean? So. Just to get in the door, you have to be good at your studies because he already understood from the very beginning that half of you or maybe even more won't even make it. So you need that backup plan. So he was a good coach with that right there. And from there, he basically was very, very hard on them, especially the captain. Um, Very hard on him because he has to lead the team, you know what I mean? And he has to be the one to rise above. And I kind of, in watching that movie, you kind of, um, you kind of get a sense of understanding, like the extra weight that is on like a captain, because in the movie, the captain of the team, his girlfriend was pregnant. So he had to like deal with all of that. And even he gets let off the team. um, the the culmination of the story, he gets he watches like one of his friends just gets gunned down. You know what I mean? And the whole the whole story of that is, you know, do you wanna really you're really good at basketball. I know you're good at basketball. Do you want to live this life where it may end in failure or you dying or being like getting into drugs or drug dealing or whatever? Or do you want to make something of yourself, lead this team to like victory and whatnot? So it had that type of story that was there. And, it, and that one was really powerful. And it was also ironic that we were just talking about stuff like that, like having like a coach or a parent, like really drive you. Tough love sometimes, but it is what it is.
2: Yeah. I like, you know, to talk about the, he had they had to keep C plus. Yeah, to keep the C and, plus. And that's, that's teaching a life lesson that yeah. like, hard work doesn't only apply to what, you know, hard work is a, It's a lesson that applies to everything you do in life. Right. Because, you know, because if you don't have that mentality, you know, you go to a job you don't like, you're not going to apply it, but it's still your job. You still still have to do it, and you may not like it. I mean, the job I've been doing now for, well, same job for 11 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did switch companies uh, a year, uh, six months ago. But okay. I didn't like it. But I worked hard. <laughs>
1: but you worked hard, and it turned
2: it. into something I like. Right. And, and I made a, a career out of it so far. And it's right. just the, the discipline of working hard. Right. And if you apply that, you know, like you did, it's, it's a life lesson. It's, it's a life lot lesson. of sports is that way. It's yeah. just lessons, you know. You apply to life, and it's. And he was, you know, a mentor, a mentor. for them, and and mm-hmm. and realized that. He realized a bigger picture. Yes, this is sports, but I can take sports and make you know, men out of these people, men out of these, these guys, you right, know, and right, this, yeah, it's right. such a and powerful message.
1: Yeah. Making men out of, uh, making men, men out, out of boys, boys literally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they were, the great thing about that movie is that they weren't, uh, they weren't shy about trying to pass that message along. You know, it was in a, in a way it was like a message for inner city youth, you know, um, people in the ghetto in some cases too. And, You kind of, the acting was just so powerful. He was basically speaking to you. If you really were like watching the movie, you would catch like some of those lessons. So that, that I definitely caught some of those. And when Josh told me about this list, that was like literally one of the things that almost instantaneously came to me. Because now you were saying that you work for somebody. Um, I work for myself now and I I buy and I sell on eBay. and. for you. I'm trying to become more of, like, a businessman, an entrepreneur. And it's one of those life lessons. You have to, like, have that drive because no one is going to push you. My mom is is not pushing me. Like, my dad is not pushing me. And one day they're going to be gone, and I still need to keep moving forward, especially if i want kids or a family. Like, I would even have to push harder. And that was, like, one of those lessons. Like, the C plus is just me, like, waking up, having a schedule, and, you know, the minimum, the minimum, the bare minimum. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I love that movie. It's a great movie. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: I agree. Excellent yes, choice. I I will touch on that because I do have that. on, <laughs> oh, yeah, on well. there, oh, perfect. But um, no, I do. Uh, real quick though, let's uh, you got a favorite scene or a favorite line or a favorite?
1: Honestly, it was it was uh it was when the the kid I keep forgetting his name, but uh, when he got gunned down, and then like the whole the whole pace of the story changed because, um.
0: Well, it was one of the kids' uh, cousins. The cousins, who right. Was, who wasn't, uh, he was more like, he, he played like the uh, the, bad, the influence bad influence on these kids. Exactly, he, he was, was a negative have, influence. He was trying to have the kids, uh, you know, move his weight. Right, minute.
1: right, right. Do you want to go down this path? Do you want to go down this path type of thing? Right. Yeah. So, yeah, that scene was really powerful because I had already left by then, you know what I mean? I was already on my own by that time. And... A couple of years, I was, like, just basically fucking around. I didn't know what I was trying to do. You know what I mean? I had, what, graduated, like, four years prior or whatever, and I'm all over the place, you know, just trying to figure out life but not really making the best decisions. And so that was one of those things where it's like, all right, you need to <laughs> you need to figure something out or you could eventually find yourself in this type of situation or worse or who knows. Right. Yeah.
0: You got a favorite, uh... Line favorite scene? No, you know, it's been. I have.
2: That? I have seen. I actually, remember exactly where I was when I saw it and mm-hmm. everything. I can remember seeing it, but right. I, I no, I don't remember it specifically to have lines. But
0: right. what about you? Well, you know, one of the. I mean, like I said, we. I will touch on yeah. that once mm-hmm. we get to it. But sure. one of the most powerful scenes is is the one that follows. That is because that incident, uh, the character, uh, the kid, uh, his name is Cruz. Cruz. Mm-hmm. That incident with his cousin getting shot and killed broke that kid. Yes, and basically the scene that followed that. Uh, Of when he, you know, sitting in the street holding his cousin who's dying dying. or dead. Mm -hmm. The next scene when you see him going back to Coach Carter's house Mm -hmm. in the middle of the night in tears pleading with him. Just me let, back. yo, yeah. I'll do whatever, just let me back on the team. That determination is the only thing that's gonna save that kid's life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm. You know what? That that's powerful.
0: It was, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That was says, extremely says a lot powerful. for him.
1: yes, yeah, yeah. there's a lot for him as a coach. Yeah.
0: So but like I said, no, that that was a great uh great choice Wish too. So
1: I, yeah. I can't wait to hear what you yeah. say about yeah. it, yeah.
0: Then. Yeah. So but uh Rob, number four. All
2: right, Miracle. I, you guys seen Miracle? I have. Okay, I have it. Okay, so full disclosure, I knew all about the Miracle on Ice. It's the 1980 Olympic hockey team, okay. the, the yep. Russians, and I knew about it before it was a movie. It came out, I don't know, late nine or No, early 2000s. Early 2000s, it came out. Okay. Um, uh, who's the... God, Herb Brooks is the coach, but uh, he's a famous actor. Who's the... Who plays... Um, I don't remember. Guy escaped from L.A. Let me uh, look up for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm horrible with names, no, so I'm okay. going to do this, but he's an extremely famous actor. Anyway, so he's the coach. Her Brooks is the coach of the um, U.S. It's the U.S. men's hockey team in 1980. Mm-hmm. Is in the middle of the Cold War, and the back then you used amateurs... Um, a Russell, Russell. Russell? Uh, it's the actor's name. Kurt Russell. Russell. Kurt Russell, thank got you, it. yes. Um, so it was the middle of the Cold War, and back then you used amateurs in the Olympics, and the way the Russians got around this is their professional hockey team, all mm-hmm. those guys were in the Army, so they oh. were they they weren't professionals, but they are they were professionals, but they right. got around. They, they skated were killings, around. Yeah. Oh, they killed! They they played the NHL stars and killed them like twelve to two or something Jesus earlier, Christ. and <laughs> we kept losing. They won gold medals for like I think like four straight Olympics. They they were undefeated. They were ridiculously good. My God! And they so the, story, the so the way yeah. the story happens is, or it's real life. The, the, Herb Brooks had a vision as coach of just trying to beat. He wanted to beat the Soviets. That was his goal. Like he, his whole um strategy and everything was just all about beating them the and the men's the olympic committee was just more like well let's show up and and, and show up and, and look good right. you know like, yeah, like right, we'll, right. we'll we'll go we'll play well we're not going to win and he took a bunch of college players a lot from in historically and it still applies today uh, college hockey is dominated by like minnesota and boston college and mm-hmm. so we took players from them and those players hated each other and one thing the key as her brooks and, and one thing i love about the movie is it's very, I heard interviews with players and they talk to a lot of the players is is a lot of what is in the movies, there was no sensationalizing. It was very true to what was said and happened. Herb Brooks made himself the enemy to have the players who were enemies themselves Mm -hmm. have a common goal of someone they disliked. Interesting. So they then started bonding over the fact that he would make them skate and it, in the movie, you see where they play bad, and he—hockey's fin- I played a lot. I didn't okay. play for a team, but I played every day. My best friend played with the team. I played with him a lot. Mm-hmm. It's grueling. It, it really wears your legs out. Mm-hmm. It's—stamina-wise, it's, it's hard. Right. They finished the game. They didn't play well, so he hadn't. Uh, he stopped uh, at the end of the game, kept the rink open. He made him skate from one end to the other. Jesus Christ. They, yeah. And and just—and so they started to hate the coach, but they then joined to—made uh, a team out of him. Right. And— We'll show you, coach. Yeah. So, and it was these players. There were a bunch of college players. Um, A few of them did go on the NHL. A lot of them didn't. Okay. And they played a team game, and they got destroyed by the Russians in a a friendly game leading up. And they played, Mm -hmm. which a lot of people forget or they hear about it, don't realize, that they played in the game prior to the gold medal game. They didn't play the Russians in the gold medal game. And Mm -hmm. it was on tape delay, so it wasn't seen live. Which oh, a lot of people don't realize either. Very interesting. Very interesting. And they played a team game, and they beat them. Um, I think the final was four to two, or three to two, or four to two. But it's, it's famous. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. everyone knows the. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was probably, I'd say, the most famous sports. I think it's the most famous sports game um, overall out there, and it's a historical thing. It, it kind of, it the country got behind it because it was against Russia. Mm-hmm. And the reason this has a real impact on me is like I said, I knew about this growing up and it was a team, you know, they took a bunch of players that weren't as talented and, and it went against the most talented players and they, and they made a team and they played off each other. And that was always, I played baseball, a mm-hmm. uh, little league. I, I played soccer and that was always how I led. Um, and I was captain a few times. Led is like, let's play as a team, not, okay. not individuals. And you're going to be a greater as a whole, as you you know, you're better as a whole as you are as individuals. And, and a small example of that I, it, it's nothing, I mean, I guess it was uh, my best friend, Carl and I, and his parents would play hockey every single day for about three years. We wait for his parents to get home and then we go and if it was wintertime, we'd go to ice. If it was summer, we go down to James Barrett State Park and we play every day.
1: Oh, that's pretty <laughs> legit.
2: My, my friend Carl was on the hockey team for Arlington. He, he wasn't great. He was all right. Um, but he played with, obviously, some people from the team would join us and play sometimes and, mm-hmm. and I was all right. Carl and I were about even. His mom was, was all right and his dad sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, one time, a player from from his team, uh, actually a few of his player, few of the players from the team came came to play with us, mm-hmm. and they brought a couple of our friends, and we had a total of ten people. Mm-hmm. It was me, my friend Carl, and his and his parents, and they gave us one of their little brothers. Oh, okay. And they said, and okay. they said we're the, traveling, the team, traveling team is what they call themselves, <laughs> and they were like all braggadocious, and we're gonna kill you, and we're playing very cocky. Wow. And we said, okay, we knew what, I knew what I was good at. Carl was good at. His mom was, his mom's five foot two, I think, hundred pounds, like hundred and nothing. But she's annoying when you play sports. Like she's always just like, we felt like she was always under your arm when you played arm. hockey. She yeah, was, yeah, yeah. And, her fa- and his father couldn't even skate backwards. And in any hockey, that's like a main thing, but he was <laughs> a good passer. He right. could always put it right on your stick, right? So, we played with and we found out what his friend, what his little brother did well. And we played, and we five to one, we wiped them, we wiped oh, them perfect. perfect. And, and we like going like when we, you know, we, we split up the teams. Normally, the way you always play, like pick up hockey, is so you throw your sticks in the middle and you mm-hmm. just pick one up. Someone doesn't know, throws them to the side to right. you know, random, but no, no, we have to play. We're traveling to they kept saying it. So, <laughs> when we got our team this side, I was all right. Play as a team, like no one, you know. When, you know and, and we said, you know, and, and so it kind of felt like miracle to us, like we right. were a bunch of just non heroes, a bunch Randoms. of hockey players. And yeah, <laughs> so together. for us, it really felt like we whooped them and they got pissed off. They threw their sticks and oh, all f this, screw you guys, and <laughs> left. And I went to by the, one of the one of the guys, I'm not gonna say his name, not that he not, I don't know if he listen, listens or not, but I don't right. want to. I went to school with him, total douche. Oh, oh, oh I hated asshole. him. I hated him. so. Shout out whooped, to assholes! Oh God, he was in my grade. My friend Carl was a couple years behind me, mm. and he was in my. And oh God, it felt so good to up, and it felt kind of like that, like miracle. <laughs> but it, like to go back, it, it really formed my belief in the team game. You know, we, I was here for the Giants. You know, we did the podcast with the same the team Giants. versus. Yeah. You know, you play well as a team. And that really formed me. My entire life is how you play sports.
3: Mm-hmm. It's
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: perfect. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was also actually kind of funny. Um, what you were saying earlier. Um. This uh, against the Soviets and everything, on another level. That's like even politically. That's yeah. just like oh. something else. Even it was. It was. Yeah. It was, it, yeah, it was a that's whole political, societal. So yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. It was, and it was a rallying thing for the whole country when From they because the yeah. it got out a little bit that we won. You know, because it, it was taped a lot. It was taped. So right. everyone watched it. And right. It was such a. Political, you know, with the right, climate right, and everything, right. it was such a huge accomplishment to beat this team that had, mm-hmm. like I said, they beat the all stars. And, and the funny right. part, like I said, it was it was all it was the run it was the game to the championship. They right. had to win the champ. They weren't even they, they weren't, even, they the weren't even expected to medal. Right, and then they went and they had to come back. They actually came back against the Russians, and mm-hmm. the Russians were so thrown off by the fact they were playing so well. They had a star goalie, the best goalie in the world. I can't remember his name, but they pulled him in the second, after the second period. Oh, Jesus. Which is like, yeah, they just he, got rid of he didn't give up yeah. that many goals, wow. but they were just so frazzled, they pulled him. Right. And then the, the want to say Rangers, <laughs> the U.S. <laughs> Olympic team, I'm a Rangers fan, the U.S. Olympic team was down in the final game too and had to come back. And mm-hmm. when they won, you know, they have the podium, you got the the, you know, the person who stands at the top and this, right. you know, gold medalists and then right, the, yeah, right the the captain was up top but then the rest of the team skates out and stands and with stands him right my, as much as they can up there because they were a team they were just a, th- there's no and a couple of players went to NHL none of them were stars none of them they played some played well it's okay and, and they had
1: they still had their time in the, you know, in the sun
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's for me it's, it formed my you know really formed my belief in how team how sports and team, team sports should be played that's amazing. That's yeah, actually beautiful. It's a really Great good choice. movie. And and yeah. they then the acting is done really well and they really portray if you watch Herb Her Brooks and then you watch Russell, you watch like videos of Herb Brooks on YouTube or something, you watch Russell, he does an excellent job of really getting his speech down, his mm-hmm. mannerisms, everything. It's it's a really good acting and, and they mix scenes. They take some footage from the real game mm-hmm. and mix in with some acting stuff. It's done really cool. well as far okay. as the film. The film itself is done really
0: well.
1: Okay, I have to check that out for sure. Yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah, that was a good choice. Good movie. All right. Let me uh let me hit my number four sure. real quick. Let's go. Um released September twenty ninth, two thousand. Another one starring Denzel Washington. Mr. D. Yeah, also Donald fizon uh, Nicole Ari Parker. Wow. Based on a true story. Uh, my number four pick is Remember the Titans. Yes,
1: sir. Yes, of course. Forgot all about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. I well, incredible. I about it, yeah. Right. Incredible movie. Incredible movie. Uh, I think the world uh, at this particular time that we are in, I feel like the world needs to sit down and rewatch it.
3: Actually,
1: yeah. They need yeah. more Titans. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> yes, sir. What makes this movie to me uh, so important? I mean, you know the whole the whole story of the time period, the the racial split, mm-hmm. the hate, the hate. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? And how this one football team uh, broke all that and yeah. came together, even if it was just for that one one season. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yes, uh, Amazing story. Um, I, I'm sure you both have seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? So. One of my favorite parts of this whole movie um, was when the character um, first uh, Bertier. Bertier. Yeah. Yeah. When Ryan Hurst. Ryan Hurst. He had gotten in a car accident and he was in the hospital, right? Mm -hmm. And um, Julius Campbell. I forgot the the actor's name. Wood Harris. Yes, thank Mm -hmm. you. Uh, When he comes to the hospital. Don't worry. Yeah, when he when he comes to the hospital to to visit Bertier, uh, and the nurse is like, you know, I'm sorry, only family. You know what I'm saying? And Bertier is like, you know, you know, oh, were you yeah. blind? Were <laughs> you yeah. blind? That uh, that's my brother. brother He's yeah. my brother. I think that was a. But he was. Yeah, yeah, I think that was a incredible scene, incredible yeah. part of beautiful the movie. Scene. Beautiful, beautiful. You know yeah. What, I'm what, word, what it word. stands for. Yeah. Right? And that movie, I'm not gonna lie, man. It, it's an emotional movie. Yep. Especially at the end I mean um, You know uh, Incredible yeah. yeah, Incredible movie I, I love when they uh, When they When Denzel wakes The whole team up When they go away To that camp yeah. Wakes them up Early in the morning And makes them Run through the woods And shit And mm-hmm. but to the What was it The uh, Gettysburg field Gettysburg field yeah. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm, And mm-hmm. His speech That he gave that team You know like it, You know Letting everyone know How many hundreds of people Spilt their blood Right. Here on these grounds, you know, we can't come together to do
1: it. This one thing, you know,
0: right? Right, it's yeah. very true. Such an incredible movie. Um, and that's why it sucks that it's you know down at number four for me because it, it could easily be yeah. higher up. Mm-hmm, but, yeah. um, like I said, the list was a little tough. <laughs> so, no, it's all good. a couple it's things all
2: about that one, so. I know you said you watched Suns Anarchy. Did you? Never no, I haven't watched it. You know Opie is. Mm-hmm. like well, I didn't know that. So in, in the show, Suns of Anarchy, there are bikers, and this guy, he's big, he's huge beard, and he's, i didn't, right he's, right. you know, Ryan Hurst in that Aaron movie, Hurst, right, he's clean-shaven and all the other stuff. I was like, uh, after like a season or two, I was like, wait a minute, that's the same Bertier? Guy, yeah. I was like, it blew it my mind. completely different. Wow, wow, man. wow. But that movie, I was actually just thinking about this today, because I saw um, uh, a music thing, and I think music and sports are two things. It... Brings people together across every divide.
1: Yes, that's it. Race, that's a good
2: sex, yeah. anything. It doesn't like mm-hmm. sports is something that, and it shows in that movie, like it doesn't matter, you know, your socioeconomic, mm-hmm. your, it doesn't like it doesn't sports matter. can bring people of course, together. Of and here, you know, such a, you know, such racial tension, but when you get out in that field, it's, you know, sports is the.
1: That's the only thing that should matter. It's the it, one it, common, it, bond. Right, common bond. Common right, bond, right. you
2: know, you, hey, you do your job, I'll do mine. We work together as a team and we'll get this. And it we'll doesn't matter, you know, I don't. You know, yeah. I've heard sports players talk about in the locker room they don't care whether you're gay They're you're gay or straight they, you're they rich can or, less. are you gonna, can are you gonna go less. out there and you're gonna do your job can right. you do it well yeah well right. then great I don't you know that's yeah, let's, the, huddle. Yeah. let's
0: crush this team over here Yeah. yeah. that's yeah. the beauty of the game Yeah. you know what the I'm saying of the game, yeah. to be able to literally put all that shit aside yeah. and say like Yo, we going to war with these people yeah. I right. got your back you got mine right. do you I'm gonna do me and we're gonna be alright yeah. right. and
2: he said he's my brother the guy's blood sweat and tears together what makes you more of a brother than that exactly Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. That actually
1: makes it. I mean, just even like watching a lot of the Lakers where it was like Kobe and Shaq, like trying to make things work out and stuff. So, that type of stuff, it was so beautiful because you know, all these problems that you have, as soon as you get on the court, you're like, you're about winning. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter at all. Yeah,
2: and then they, and then another thing about you know, sports, it makes them once they stepped on the field. Bertier, you know, part of the movie, the refs are calling fouls and stuff on mm-hmm. them. And, mm-hmm. you know, they, the players, you know, the white and the black players, they're having issues amongst themselves. But once they step on the field, because there were so many racist people that were doing things against the team. Right. Now, even, you know, the white players are feeling what. The, the, the black players yeah. are going through yeah. and now that bonds them like right. hey like you know, now this, I've, yeah. you know now I'm kind of feeling what you're going through and now right. it bonds them to come together and now they start defending each other and it's mm-hmm. sports brings you together and mm-hmm. like it makes you forget all the other stuff you right. know, like you said once you cross that line then it's all you're all the same him. man yeah yeah, yeah. your I mean, performance I, and what you put in
1: right especially going through all the training to get there like all of like the stuff that you had to go through just to work together yeah, yeah. so of course
0: yeah, yeah great great yeah yeah, yeah. All right, great choices so far. Uh, We're going to take a quick break, but uh, when we return, we will hit our top three choices. But before we do, we want to remind everyone to please find us on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, YouTube, Google, and Twitter. Yes, sir. And that is at IAR Podcast. And by using the platform of your choice, please subscribe, follow, share, comment, leave a quick review for us on the Apple page, and hit that five-star rating. Please bless. And with that being said, we'll be right back. So I have a question for our listeners out there. Do you own a computer? Are you having trouble with broken screens, data backup issues, password reset problems, virus spyware removal, software installation issues? If so, Slipstream Repair Computer Electronic Solutions has you covered. Contact Timothy Latunde at 845-204-1712. The email is ss.sho16 at gmail.com. Once again, that is 845-204-1712. And the email is ss.sho16 at gmail.com. Call or email to schedule a free consultation. Studio Rob Parker.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, so far the list has been good, been solid. Now we're breaking it down to the top three. Top three. Top three. You want to start, Tim?
1: Sure. Yeah, we could start. I, I I promise you, this is all over the place. My top, uh, my third one mm-hmm. is Space Jam. Okay. Nice. I love Space Jam. Great choice. Great choice. Movie.
0: Uh, wait, music. Wait, wait. Oh, my bad. I'm, all, I'm sorry. Which one? There's oh, only not one. that.
1: There's only one. The other one doesn't exist. For okay, real.
0: I'm just saying. Shout I, out, I, I'm sure a lot of the listeners uh, have seen the the new one. Yeah, whatever <laughs> you that know is. What I'm saying, yeah. I haven't seen but it and I heard it.
1: It's it's, it's a large commercial. That's it. Yeah. it's a large commercial for WB and all those. I would never compare it
0: to the original. No, no,
1: no, not even. And especially now that it's been a thing, that the build up, bro, the deflation on that movie. <laughs> but anyways, the original Space Jam, yes. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. I love everything about the movie. It's cheesy, and it is a movie that doesn't take itself seriously. It's a movie, if you really look deep enough, it's actually Michael Jordan's movie in a small, small way. Um, and, and it's about his, at the time, him, you know, he played, he riffed on himself. He made fun of himself. He went back to playing baseball, absolute trash at baseball, you know, goes back to basketball, mm-hmm. He was he was okay. Yeah. He he was okay, but as far as I'm concerned, he was trash. Versus <laughs> basketball. Basketball yeah, well. is what you do, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Went back to basketball. Still was still was winning, but uh, they play that off in the movie, so you get a little bit of that. You get like a lot of uh, the riffing between him and uh, Bugs Bunny. The animation was on point. Um, oh God, I was trying to remember. Uh, Bill Murray was in there, yeah, so uh-huh. Bill Murray was himself. All he had to do is just play himself in the movie. Larry, Larry Bird was there, you know, he yeah. was like the side piece. So you got the whole little Celtics thing in there and um, you had everybody else. You had Barkley. Oh, I have to read them off. Barkley, Ewing, uh, Johnson. You had Muggsy Bogues, who everybody uh, tries to forget. Shout outs to my man over there. And everything about the movie was just corny and it was fun. You know what I mean? And they didn't take themselves too seriously. And it was just, it was just great. And I could watch that shit five, six, seven times. All in order, all at the same time. So, yeah, that was it.
2: Yeah, it was. It's Michael Jordan. I mean, like Michael Jordan. It's Michael Jordan. Come on. I believe I can fly. Uh,
1: thank that you That is an awesome song And yeah. that
2: was that was honestly An inspirational song for me I used I bought the I bought the tape You bought the tape, tape yeah. put it on, I listened to it on the bus And yeah, yeah I would Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah It yeah. was a really good song It's a very inspirational very song inspirational, R. Kelly yeah. Right I believe Yeah Yes sir Yeah, yeah.
1: That's actually kind of funny Because I remember For like Every time going to school After that They would make Kids sing that song
0: Yeah
1: <laughs> It was so unfortunate For them But they would have yeah. to sing it They had to be on point but, uh, yeah. I that have movie. that soundtrack,
0: too. Yeah, the soundtrack, yeah.
1: yeah, Thank you. Thank you.
2: <laughs> but it was all, I mean, it's like Michael Jordan was, like, almost with how good he was. He was almost, like, cartoonish. Like, the stuff he could do, even thank in today's game, it's yeah. still, yeah. with, like, the stuff, I actually just watched a nine-minute clip earlier today of just different highlights of his. Right. And it's just, like, it was almost unbelievable the stuff he could yeah, do. Yeah, it was,
1: it, was, it was magical. Ma- yeah, yeah magical. Was magical. Like, the movie so, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: really. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And they wanted that magic. I mean, they literally stole it from. Him. <laughs> you you <laughs> know at it's, one point.
2: um <laughs> I just rewatched the um, the the Michael Jordan full the last, of, dance. Yeah, the last dance. Yeah, last dance. They talking about he was getting. He had made his return, and then they lost in the playoffs that year. Mm-hmm. And then during the off season, he was coming back, yep. and he was shooting that movie. Mm-hmm. And Warner Brothers built an entire dome with a basketball inflatable type dome with a mm-hmm. basketball and gym and everything mm-hmm. and he used to shoot work out and then he had nba players come in from all over the country in the evenings right. and play pickup games right and reggie miller was saying back. he couldn't believe how michael jordan would wake up early shoot a movie work out and right. then play right and he would dominate these guys and you oh, know yeah. these guys would just wake up and of course they worked out and all but all they you know they were just Working out to get ready for the season and then play, mm-hmm. but this he would all this stuff and he was still dominant. But they said that was some of the best games besides the the, the dream team. The next best games were those because all the best players coming in yes, and sir. playing, and it was yeah. He, they built the basketball court just for him, and that, right, this right, is right. back then when like you know right. not like today where that stuff was done a little more. I think, but oh, of course, a lot yeah. more, a lot more. Yeah. It's
1: also really interesting um, as part as part of the movie. I actually listened to. um Ironically, I listened to another another podcast on YouTube and the host, he actually was the animator for Space Jam. Yeah, Mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And he talks about it. He was talking. His perspective is, is slightly different. He said that Michael Jordan was just there to just pick up a paycheck.
2: <laughs> really? Yeah,
1: he was he was just there to pick up a paycheck, and I'm like, I can't see that, man. This man was. Yeah. He said that he said that Michael Jordan was not a good actor. Wow. Well, yeah, and I was just like, that's Wait, not can, what he you, does. can you imagine I mean, him to he, be he acting Come, act. on. Come on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah.
2: But still, I mean, yeah, I, I like the movie. Yeah, I, I love yeah. the movie. And, it, loved and it. it joined the, you know, the it, it didn't it did a good job of joining the cartoon world and Michael Jordan mm-hmm, and and mm-hmm. and bringing enough of the cartoon where, you know, we're adults or a little bit older. Mm-hmm. past cartoons at that age. Was for me, you know, past that, but it was still enjoyable. Right? It wasn't, right. it wasn't a, just a cartoon.
1: Right. It wasn't just, a, it was a little bit more. It was a little, yeah. for a lot of kids, it was a, it was a lot more. In fact, because yeah. um, people still looked up to him. He was like still in that heroic status. Yeah. And we got to see that along with Bugs Bunny, along with Daffy yeah. Duck, Porky Pig, all the people that we watch. When we were a lot younger I mean he even though up with. Yeah we grew We literally grew up with them right And even our parents Grew up with them too In some cases so yeah, it was, it was really cool To see all that Come together And come together And be blended In such a In such a great way
3: Yeah
0: Yeah Who was your favorite Looney Tune? Oh
1: Daffy Duck All day
0: What about you bro? Eh, Bugs Bunny I guess Bugs yeah. Bug Bunny? Yeah. Okay uh, What about the uh, Who was your favorite monster?
1: Oh god oh, I don't oh. remember them uh, The tall The tall green one the tall green dude. Yeah. The green
0: dude was Patrick Ewing. Yeah, Patrick That's Ewing. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Why I remember that. Patrick Ewing was my favorite too. Cause shout out Knicks. You know what's funny is I, I'm, I'm, I'm a Knicks fan,
2: so I, I grew up hating, hating Michael Jordan.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I,
2: I, I, you know, now that he's, you know, obviously retired a long time and is not constantly destroying my hopes and dreams <laughs> of a Knicks. I love him. Love him. Love him. Love him. Like watching the watch the the, God, last dance twice. Yep. And I see his highlights, and I still. It's just nobody like him And now I have such respect For him And you know The movie And everything It's it's, Mm -hmm. Yeah I can't get enough Of Michael Jordan now Oh yeah Oh yeah I mean Got it
1: And you kind of He kind of grows on you Like you I mean Of course you can You can hate the Bulls If you want But it was something About him Where he just like He rose above Everything you know, you just, you had to just respect how good he was at that point.
2: And you know what I like about him? Uh, he doesn't hide any of it. No. He's not, he says, you know, say, yeah, I punched Steve Kerr. yeah, I did it, mm-hmm. you know, and this yeah. is why. And I, he said, I was wrong and I apologized to him, but also showed me this. He's not, he shows his flaws and he puts it out there and says, okay, but I, I this is the reason I did it. He was doing it all for winning. You right. Know? And right. he's not, he, he's not afraid to, to put that out there. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: All right, good choice. Uh, Rob, you want to hit us with uh, number three?
2: All right, so before, for the next two, for three and two, I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, I'm not ashamed of it. I'm a crier. Okay. And so uh, these, the next two movies, it's going to apply to. um, Rudy is my number three. Okay, Rudy. Yeah. um, Classic. You both have seen it, right? Mm -hmm. Classic. And it, it, I mean... The yeah, end. I cry when they're all Rudy. Rudy. I, I cheer. I was actually watching part of it today, and then I had to come here so I can get the finish of it. You were hyping
1: yourself up over. It.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a couple of different reasons. One, the you know, I'm not the most athletic guy. I mean, I, I can run, mm-hmm. um, but uh, as far as skill, besides that, um, it's it's I'm not, I'm not great hand eye coordination. But and this applies to all sports. You can't. Part of sports is just putting your all in, you know, right. how hard you try, you know, and really the whole thing is he just had heart and that can take you so far. You know, you look at someone like Dennis Rodman, wasn't right. the most skilled, what did he most do? Skilled. He just, he just, yeah. man, he would not Right. He just attacked that rebound course, like no tomorrow and yeah. defensive. And he, he only could do one thing, but he he put his heart and soul into became the best rebounder of pretty much of all time and won five championships by just mm. pure heart and soul and part of defense is and heart grind. and soul. And, yeah, and, and, that's true. What, and and Rudy never, I mean, he just played what, one play and in college and never much else, but you know, it was his dream and he wouldn't, he wouldn't accept anything else. And, and, and it's kind of starting to apply to me a little bit in life. Mm. Um, you know, I'm someone who who, who deals with anxiety, um, mm-hmm. and part of. Part of anxiety is the unknown, so I like life being predictable and steady. Right. Mm-hmm. And in the movie, you know, his his friend dies, and he's living the... You know, his father worked at a factory, or um, I think it's a steel, a steel, steel plant, yeah. steel mill, yeah. And, and he has... His brother got a job there, and so Rudy was going to get a job there. In the beginning, him and his girlfriend go see a house, and it's, you know, they can buy a nice house and have a mm-hmm. yard. and But then something shakes up his life, and this dream he always had, he says, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go out plan. there and he goes and, and he goes to a school where he's got no place to even live, you know, and he can't make Notre Dame, so he goes to Rose, what did I forget the, the Rose Cat St. Rose, I think it was. Saint Rose, mm-hmm. it's college next to it, and just mm-hmm. he's not a good student, only got C pluses, but worked hard enough to get into to get Notre into Dame it. and then right. put his hard work and blood, sweat, and tears, everything he could just to get that. But he just put it all in there. Everything, not talented, but you know, some some you know, some some talent is hard work. Yeah. That applies was, to life.
1: I was actually going to say that. I was like, there's probably talent in just yeah. being able to work hard and persevere yeah. and take like a problem because you become like a problem solver. How can I get through this? Okay. Yeah. I have to do more of this. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just push through.
2: Yeah. yeah. And I love how in the movie it, it, uh, you know, his team walks in there, and I don't know if it happened in real life. I mean, you know, this mm-hmm. that's a movie that sensationalizes some parts, how the team goes to the, you know, uh, Aaron Parsegian's the coach, very famous Notre Dame coach. Right. When he joins and he tells him, you can, you know, be on the team and you'll be able to play, and then Parsegian retires, and a new coach comes in. He's like, you're not playing. And the rest of the team comes in and says, you know, Puts Jersey down on the, on the coach's table and says, you know, oh, put him in for me, put him in for me in the hole. Right. And then the game's playing and he never, and he and finally, he and doesn't. everyone starts cheering and right. he comes in and I start crying. And <laughs> I'm an emotional guy that way. And yeah, that, that's so... Yeah, kind of, once again, kind of a little bit of how I am in sports. Try hard. I just always compete, play hard, hard, hard. Hmm. And uh, so, yeah.
1: Did So you were saying before that you were into hockey. Did you see like a lot of yourself like really trying hard and soccer. playing hockey? Oh, soccer. soccer. Well, I
2: mean, I did play hockey. You yes. did play I hockey, know, but okay. I only played hockey, rec- like never like for a team, but I played uh, soccer for So the, the years. grit and the
1: push and the grind was in, yeah, it's in soccer.
2: Not a great not great kicker I was, okay. I, and not great anything, but I, I... Yeah, played hard. Really played defense, defense, and goalie. I was goalie for a while and and, and a defender, and just really never gave up, always. And fundamental. Like, you know, it's a big part if you're not skilled playing fundamentals. And and yeah, uh, fundamental and just always practicing hard and, yeah, competing hard. Right. Yeah, heart. Yeah, it's heart and
1: soul, heart and grit. Yeah.
2: And I think on on, on great teams, the great teams, you got to have guys like that, you Mm -hmm, know, and, mm -hmm. and, and, and. and all the great teams, you know, Derek Jeter with the Yankees in those times. You know, Michael Jordan did yeah, have the heart. You know, he right. had the heart. And so did right. Dennis Rodman. Right, Dennis Rodman. Dennis yeah. Rodman did. and you know, Even did,
1: Pippen, too. Yeah,
2: they would, yeah, they would yeah, just but, carry,
1: you know, they would yeah. carry each other. I, that's why sometimes, like, when we talk about Michael Jordan, I mean, I love, I love talking about him. But, like, the whole entire team, they yeah. would carry. Even the coach. I mean, everybody was trying to win. So,
2: yeah, they would just well, do whatever's necessary. Because they had a full team of players like that that's why they won six. Yeah. Right, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. exactly.
1: Yeah. exactly.
0: Yeah, that whole uh, scenario, that every example that was just touched on, it it just reminds me of. I know that uh, Tim, you, you we've talked about this a few times. Uh, you're not a big fan of Doc Rivers, no. But push this sun though. Doc Rivers has one of the best quotes, I think. Um, and he uses it and tells his players all the time, and I think it, it was perfect for the example of Rudy, the, right. the example of Rodman, everything that we had just touched, was that he always says and states, be a star in your role. Yeah. You know yeah. what yes. that works? Yeah. That works. I respect Figure it. Figure out what your role is and then be a fucking star. Right. Yeah. You know what right. I'm saying? Don't uh, you you don't have to be number one. You li- like like let's go back to Rodman. Mm-hmm. You, you ain't gotta score shit, bro. Right. Dude, you, you don't have what to what score saying? anything. Catch that ball. Grab every, every ball. board. And be a beast. Yeah, you know, I just be a star. Saw
2: some stats of Robin. He had two games in a row where he's grabbed 26 rebounds and no points, and two points and 24 rebounds. Right, grabbed that two ball two games pass in a it. row. But I mean, like 26 yeah. rebounds, like
0: yeah. unheard of. Yeah, you tell yeah. me. can you want a guy who's going to
2: score a bunch, or and he's also all team defense. You know, like hey, and here's a guy on the, on on a, on a championship team that couldn't score at all, but they worked around that. But I mean, the rebounding and the defense, you can't. He was an absolute star in Israel. Perfect. Yeah, that's a great quote. Yeah, yeah.
0: But um, all right, you guys good? yeah. We're not? Good. yeah right. What I hear is for sure. So my number three, uh, it's already been touched on a little, but uh, it was released April seventh, nineteen ninety three. Okay. Um, you know we had talked about it. Absolute classic. My number three is the Sandlot. Uh, great movie. You know amazing and yeah. like i said uh there's so many memorable scenes and quotes from the movie we did touch on it and i did have written down in my notes the exact quote of the t-shirt that rob's <laughs> wearing right now you're killing me smalls, smalls. yeah but um such an important movie too because i think when it came out too like when everyone had seen it like you know people like our age and whatnot it was you were young you were being a kid uh Playing baseball, you know what I'm saying? Just, mm-hmm. just getting dirty, grabbing a glove, you know, and just, just a bat and a ball and some, right, friends, and some yeah. friends, yeah. You know, the simple times, oh, yeah. which, uh, which is cool. The uh, one of the most hilarious things, though, uh, to me about this movie, uh, I I just find it hilarious that this kid, uh, first off, he didn't know who Babe Ruth right, was, right, right, <laughs> and he actually took assigned ball right. by him and played with it <laughs> like it was a normal ball. Could you well, imagine? shout outs to
1: doing that. Shout out to doing that. <laughs> God.
0: Yeah. But I mean, yeah, can you imagine? That that's like probably literally getting back to Jordan. Probably somebody saying like not knowing who Michael Jordan was. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you? How like, do you not know who a Kid Ruth today
2: is? not knowing who LeBron James is.
0: Oh yeah. 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 Actually that was even better. Yeah. Well played. Right. Yeah. Right. So but yeah, something ridiculous like that, yeah. like like bro, you live under a rock. No, James
2: I mean. Earl Jones in that movie, he's, he's the guy that yeah, who gives him yeah. the ball, yeah, yeah. And and to, to the bigger extent of the of you're talking about like playing, you know, just picking up a ball, and but also to the larger thing of, is there a happier time in your? I mean, not everyone, I guess, but I know for me, I think back, you know, that age summertime oh, with yes. your friends. Oh, like yes. That's like the best and like you just go out and whether it's baseball or anything else but the idea of you getting together with your friends during the summer, school's mm-hmm. off, you can mm-hmm. stay out, do whatever you want. All, all day. I know. All I was just walking the other night and for me, uh, my best friend, I used to hang out all the time at night and I remember I smelled the air the other night walking and it, was like, it brought me back right of to course. them like the yeah. late evenings in the summer mm-hmm. and warm and you know, for them it's playing baseball yeah. but mm-hmm. that's like, yeah, yeah. it's nothing yeah. better in life than that. I, w- yeah. I have to
1: agree with that 100% because I re- we were all outside all day. We played baseball. We played basketball. Yep. We had like water balloon fights, sleepovers. You know, we would yep. all go in. We play video games for like maybe two hours and then go right back outside yep. and chase each other in the in the grass and everything. Yeah. And yeah, man, everything about that was, was amazing. So like The Sandlot, definitely, that's a legit movie for either like having like that nostalgic or even just even for kids. I can only imagine like kids like. I feel I almost feel kind of bad for them because I know they're all like on the internet all day. Yeah, and there's just something special about going outside, hanging out with your friends, and actually playing.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I, when I uh, I moved up to this area when I was nine. Before that, I lived in uh, Austin and we lived in section eight housing, and it was all apartments, and mm-hmm. it all kind of. It created like a big circle, and I don't circle in a way, but there was a middle area where all the apartments, you know, met and everything like that. And we used to, in the summer, it'd get warm and we'd go out when it got dark. We'd play Ghost in the Graveyard. Ghost in the Graveyard. Yeah, we'd okay. all, yeah, and it was great. I mean, we'd all hide, I was like kind of go see pretty much. But, you yeah, know, right. but that that everyone getting together, that communal thing, you know, whether we liked each other or didn't, and some people, but we all would go out summertime warm. Okay, let's go do it. Let's get outside and, you know, Ghost in the Graveyard or whatever, you know, it was, <laughs> you know, it was getting outside in that warm, that summertime with your friends. And, yes, you know, back then it was baseball, you know, and and, and then when they lose the ball, they all got to try to get, they're or when they, yeah, they're all, it. they got the dog. Yeah. I'm sure we all had some sort of... Animal or friend's dog that was bigger than life. Like oh, you yes. look at it back now. Bigger than life. Yeah, yes. but that dog was the worst thing in the world. You we've know, had, and we've
1: had that. We've had like when you hit the ball, you you hit it too hard, you break somebody's window. Yeah, <laughs> we all run yeah. away. We and then we have to like go through the politics of who who
2: who's going to tell the person, yeah, or the, or the story you're going to make up story of how it really happened, happened. or yeah, something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Or when dad, like we all, had, he's oh my god, when he finds out, oh, oh he's going to kill me. We've all yeah, had that moment as kids, like oh yes, you know I broke this or broke that. Oh dad. That is gonna flip <laughs> you know like oh my god you know and that was his stepdad too mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and you get scared and you, I mean I mean life moves on you're not dead yet so yeah, <laughs> at yeah. least not by by your pops yeah. but yeah it's whatever
0: yeah I did want to touch on something real quick because when um when Rob when you had brought this up on your list you had said um one thing that was uh, you know enjoyable memorable about this movie is that um That not only do you like it, but um, your your daughter likes it too. Yeah, which is it, and that's one of the reasons why this movie is so uh, special to me. Also, it's because, like for me, my father used to when this came out. I remember he he loved this movie, right? And like, uh, my pops like didn't really own like. Than it owned movies You know Mm -hmm. If if you owned Mm -hmm. it It was If he owned it It was something That was good
1: Oh man And I remember Yeah I remember
0: Watching this movie With him often Like he This was actually One movie that he loved And I think uh, You know One reason why He loved it so much Was that uh, he. I feel like he saw himself In Some of these kids You know what I'm saying It's timeless mm -hmm. It is It's timeless It is And uh, you know That's one This one movie That I definitely hold It holds a special spot in my heart, you know what I'm saying? And it's a classic. Yeah. You can't go wrong with it. Um, if anyone hasn't seen it, (laughs) I advise to, to definitely watch it. Yeah. Definitely
1: watch it. Yeah, for sure.
0: But, um, you guys want to move on to number two? Sure. Go ahead.
1: All right. All right. I was thinking of number two and number two is actually just really special. It's, It's Rocky, the original Rocky. Yeah. And, uh, Yeah. Everything about that movie. And uh, it's actually ironic because a little later on in life, I got to learn the story behind Rocky. So it made it even more special for me. But classic movie of a guy coming up, you know, trains to be a boxer. You know, he he's basically just an unknown fighting like someone who is like basically a champion. And it was it was it was crazy. Everybody was all about uh, Apollo Creed, and I love Apollo Creed. I've grown to to love him, but when I started watching the movie, it's kind of ironic, because, you know, I kind of get into fights with my friend, because obviously I'm black, but I was... People were all about Apollo Creed, you know, taking out the white guy, right? I was all about the white guy, and the coming up, the way he trained, you know what I mean? He went through some hard times to get to where he was, you know what I mean? And it was just a powerful movie. I mean, there, I mean, there's not much more that I could just say about it. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, he had to deal with his wife and he had to just deal with like everything going on with life, trying to find a job, trying to like build, build on everything. And I don't know, it all just culminated into that fight. And even after the fight, it was a split decision, but you could tell that, Apollo got some respect, or he at least gained some respect. Like, oh my God, this guy, like who I who I was just like laughing at and you know making fun of and everything, you know, he actually came with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it trails on into Rocky too, where they just like change it up completely. But yeah, that's I just love that movie.
2: You know what's great about that movie is you can look at it as a love story with boxing. It's so good that you can look at it from, oh, oh, there's a box, it's boxing aspect of it too, but it's a love story. It's It's so good. That Mm -hmm. one picture of the year. Yeah. And, and, you know, you know, he wrote that movie. That's that's, that's what I was saying. i learned about the story. about Okay. Yeah. He
1: wrote the screenplay in like three or four days. It wasn't even like, you know, this was something he watched. uh, I think it was Muhammad Ali. He watched a fight with him and he created the screenplay in like a couple of days. And, apparently he took it everywhere. He was just trying to like get someone yeah. to put it on. And everybody's was like, oh, who the hell are you? We don't know who you are. All right, get out of here. Who's, still, who's, who's Sylvester Stallone? Get yeah. out of here. And he kept, just kept taking it all over the place. And finally somebody picked it up because they were just in love with the story. They were in love with the passion. And he was like, oh yeah, by the way, I want to play the main character that I wrote yeah. about. And they're like, oh, can we, can we, you know, so, and he took it all the way, and now everybody, like me, we look at it as if it was just like this masterpiece of a movie. But yeah. it's like one of those things where it's like the story is just as special as the movie itself because it shows that if you give somebody a chance, maybe you get something magical out of it.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: Great choice. Thanks, bro. What's, uh, right.
2: what's the wife's name in the movie? Oh, Adrian. Yeah, Adrian. 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 Mm. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, some people may hate me for this. Uh, I'm gonna just go out and say it though. What's good. Um uh, my favorite out of uh out of those Rocky movies. I'm a Rocky Four. Four fan. four?
1: I liked four. So okay. I liked four. Let me let me tell you how four uh, almost made my list too. Yeah, because even that one was amazing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the comeback and everything. But uh, yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad, my bad.
0: No, you're good. Yeah, I'm, I just I'm all that.
1: over the place. I just love Rocky. No, Rocky you, is great. Even Creed good. is great too.
0: See, I haven't watched. Me, it you, have to, bro. I you have low, to. I to. because I will say Rocky Four was my favorite. I thought it was the best one. But right. uh, Rocky Five was absolute shit. Oh yeah, it yeah. was garbage. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Horrible. Yeah, horrible. Yeah, but yeah, well, that's why it jumps
1: but, the, sh- the jumps the
0: shark at that point. Yeah. But um, yeah, definitely a good choice uh Rob you want to go number 2?
2: Number 2 Field of Dreams. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um baseball is something I, I share with my dad and playing the catch with my dad was just something we always did. Mm-hmm. And that just I uh, just holds a special place for me mm-hmm. and and watching the movie uh you know he does he's kind of, you know, doing the farming and the predictable thing. And kind of, once again, has a theme now for me in life. I mean, I've always liked the movie, but kind of a thing where he just does something completely crazy. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. absolutely, you know, just... Just over pl- the yeah, top. Yeah, way over the top. Like, mm-hmm. plows over his, cro- his, his money-making crop and builds yeah. a field and goes across the country. And James Earl Jones is in it. And uh, there's <laughs> the also... <voice. laughs> yeah, there's a part... It's, it's a small family thing, too, with uh, where my whole family, we... Love the Allman Brothers band, and there's when he's driving the, the, the van across, they play mm-hmm. an Allman Brothers song, so that too upon <laughs> okay. it. And 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 you know, it's all done to just have a catch with his dad again. And Aww. because him and his dad had not got, and he stopped talking to his dad after some. And my dad and I have a great relationship, so it's not like that's the thing. But my dad really loved baseball, my dad played baseball as a kid, and then he thought. My my dad thought, you know, he never would have been, like, major leagues, but thought maybe could have made minors. minors he was a good yeah. defensive player and stuff, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and I played Little League Baseball, and my dad and I play this board Stratomatic game. It's a baseball thing, and, and, yeah, just shared, you know, we share baseball, and, and and so it's just something, yeah, he starts playing catch with his dad. I just cry. Aww. I can't. Yeah, so it's just, it's...
1: So it touches you in a different way yeah, entirely. Yeah, yeah and I like personal. Kevin
2: Costner, and now they did the yeah. Field of Dreams game and stuff, and mm-hmm. and. And yeah, just it, yeah, it really touched me emotionally with, you know, playing, you know, with my dad and stuff. And I know, you know, thank God my dad's still alive. But yeah, I'd plow over if, if my dad wasn't, you know, passed away. I'd plow over a field, I'd do whatever I could to just have another <laughs> yeah. catch with him. That really it's just a, would be a special thing, you know.
0: I agree. Very um, beautiful. I will be honest though, too. Um, I, have you ever seen that movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I have never watched that movie completely fully through. And right. then after listening to, to everything, just, um, you know, where I'm at in life and whatnot, I honestly don't know if I could watch that movie being so emotional and whatnot, too. Right, I think right, it's right. very special, um, like how you mentioned being able to play, you know, the whole the whole bond, being able to play catch with, with your dad, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And I feel like... Uh, some people won't. They don't understand that. But you know what I'm saying. But if you were lucky enough to have that as a kid,
3: mm-hmm.
0: it's something that is very important that that you remember. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I remember. You know, we've talked. My father's no longer here with us, but I remember being a kid and being with my sister mm-hmm. and being outside in the yard and playing catch and and with him. And it's something that uh, you know, like you would mention. That's something that's really uh, special. Something that you'll always remember. Yeah. Right? You know, just something weird about tossing that ball back and forth. Yeah,
2: I uh, I remember I used my parents are divorced. I go to my mom's for the summer. She lived in PA, so I remember coming back and being, Dad, let's go have a catch. Like that was something wanted to go do when I would get back, and you know, I guess. Part of baseball being, you know, my dad's a big sports fan. I'm a huge sports fan. Part of it my first sports memory is the '86 World Series with my dad. So it's baseball was the first memory mm-hmm. of sports with me. It was him celebrating, and he he went to games as a kid. He's got all the scorecards. He's got scorecard from from you know the great Yankee teams in the '60s and '70s Damn. and stuff. And yeah, he <laughs> still, still got them all, man. He saw the big cool. red machine, and we went to games, and I scored with him and. Went to a father, you know, I bought him tickets for Father's Day before. We went to Cooperstown together, and, and so baseball is something that we just share. So, yeah, yes, you're right, it's, right. Yeah, it's, uh, and Kevin Cott, great great actor, and James mm-hmm. Earl Jones. James Earl. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so. And, and actually, in the, in, the, in the movie, on the way back, they pick up a player, Moonlight Graham, and, you know, he's just hitchhiking. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and, and the guy's talking, like, when they pick him up, he's like, oh, I heard they play baseball. He's talking as if he's in the past. Moonlight Graham was a real baseball player. And he got one I'm at sure. bat in the major. He got one. Yeah, he, he got one. So that part of Moonlight Graham is a real player. Who got one at bat in the major leagues. He ends up being the doctor, doctor. that doesn't get the you know that wanted to get the chance and goes saves his daughter who falls right, and right, starts right. choking. But he's a Moonlight Graham's – I just learned that the other day listening to Sports Talk, Dang, um, ESPN New York, and he, yeah, Moonlight Graham's a real player. But a, a little thing of trivia. So when Kevin Costner. Goes with James Earl Jones, and they go to a Boston game, and then um, James Earl Jones is going to leave, and they go to find Moonlight Graham. And in the background, it shows they go. Also, the the town changes to back in time Mm -hmm. when Moonlight Graham is still alive. He's a doctor, and they go back to I don't know what exact year, but they have they tell you the year in in the in the movie, and they have The Godfather on the but that's not the year it came out. Oh, but. that shit's dope, though. Yeah. it's
1: <laughs> so interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: So that's the one has, they got wrong, but, but <laughs> uh, I, I guess they did it so people would realize it's in the past. Right. right? You know, it's, if that's the movie that's playing in the theaters now, but so, yeah.
1: Nice. It's not bad. It's beautiful.
0: All right. So my number two, we touched on it on this one as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, directed by Thomas Carter released January 14th 2005 like we mentioned starred uh, Samuel Jackson, Rob Brown, Ashanti. Was based on a true story as well. Mm-hmm. Coach Carter. Ooh. All right. Now, like I said, I know we mentioned this before, but for me, you know what I'm saying, if there was ever a movie that was made, you know, that that you felt like it was written for you or about you or or you you know what I'm saying, you could relate to certain mm-hmm, parts. Mm-hmm. This was that movie to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, the high school basketball team, we had touched on this. N- new coach right. comes in with, with discipline, with right, rules, right. with, with you know, standards, you right. know, expectations. Uh, when I was in high school, you know, I, I went through a lot of this. You know, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. basketball was always... I love to play lots of different sports, you know what I'm saying when I was growing up, but like the actual uh like official sports, you know, that I played um I played soccer, but basketball was I actually had started playing when I was in 4th grade. Okay. That was as soon as I could start, you know, and I played from through 4th grade all the way throughout my senior okay. all the way until I graduated. Damn. Yeah, and and by the time I got to high school, I was actually I had skill. Right, I, right, right, I, I well, Of course, my, you had
1: to have been nice playing it that long.
0: Yeah. So, but it was weird too because you know, uh, like back then in high school, you know that that's all you cared about, or that right, you know at right. that time that's all I cared about was ju- was just hooping. You know, and, and like I said, I had some skills, so mm-hmm. you know at that age and shit, your head gets big. And, and where'd you right. where you grow up? Uh, well, I grew up in Newburgh, Yeah, Okay, so, but I didn't. Uh, I didn't go. I ended up going to. A parochial school. Oh, okay. Out. Okay. Uh, was your somewhat was your team, towards Middletown?
2: Was your team good, like statewide, or?
0: No, okay. I wouldn't say. Uh, I mean, depends what year. Because when I was a like, when I was a sophomore, mm-hmm. uh, our varsity team, we won. Well, uh, uh, you know, we go to. I can't remember where the tournament was but at the end of the year you go to a tournament that has teams from all like Mm -hmm. we I'm playing schools out here uh, where we're at in uh, PK Uh, there were some from Connecticut coming and it was always this big ass tournament and I remember that year was something special because we had won I was a sophomore right but I balled my ass off but the thing was that and I even got pictures of it too I have um I had hurt earlier in the season. I had hurt one of my ankles. So I had a cast on, like an air cast Damn. plane. During this tournament, I fucking rolled my other ankle. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, so I had to get another, another air event. cast playing. I don't know if you've ever heard or seen or I don't even know if they still make these things. But, hmm. like, it's a tight, tight thing that, like, goes around your ankle you got to and you still have your shoes on so right. your ankles are super like, like just to feel super up. fat yeah, yeah yeah um it's not it's not easy to to maneuver like you know what i'm saying i was a point guard mm-hmm. so i was i i had hands i'm all over the place <laughs> i'm trying that's to i'm trying hard. to picture it
1: in my mind that's crazy
0: but no and that what well, like well, to get back to the story was yeah. i uh, we ended up winning that that year in that Damn. tournament and i i still got the i still got the hardware for nice. it. i ended up getting the MVP of the entire tournament at nice. every Christ with those two casts on, I lit it up. My shot was hard. You just came out man. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah, that was uh, something amazing. But like I said, like uh, throughout my high school career, we I had a lot of good uh, memories because, like, like I said, the the ball was was the most important thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I remember when this movie was released. But w- when the movie came out, I just finished high school because the movie came out in 2005 mm-hmm. I graduated mm-hmm. in 04 mm-hmm. so I remember the first time I saw this shit because I was a freshman in college and I remember going to the movie theaters to, to watch this for the first time with some people uh, shout out to uh, Joshua Schumach, <laughs> my man Um, and I remember watching this and feeling like yo so much of this was like my high school career Damn. bro like, I saw, like it meant so much you know but um, we had talked about some powerful uh, scenes and whatnot in that mm-hmm. movie. I thought the whole uh, story, like we had talked about, was uh, was very, uh, very powerful. I liked how the role that Samuel L. Jackson played and how he was... Uh, one of the best things I liked or enjoyed was at the end, you know, even though they lost um, at the end of the movie, uh, he had said that... Um, you know, he came to that school to teach, right? To teach, uh, what's it called? I I can't remember how he worded it. Uh, to teach ball players, but they uh, they became men. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's basically the gist of it. Yeah. So, uh, incredible movie. I love the soundtrack. Loved everything about it. Like I said, that time, that era, just everything about it. Mm-hmm. That was that felt like me, my yeah. style in right, right, high right, school. So, right. You know, like the. Back then, the fucking baggy clothes and shit, everything. So let me
1: throw a question at you. Then uh, you said that it was in was it fourth grade or it was a, a way back where you realized that you wanted to play basketball. What made you flip from soccer to basketball?
0: Well, actually, basketball was the first organized thing that I used to to play. Like before that, like we'll get into it. Like you know, you always play different sports mm-hmm. uh, with with uh, neighbors, or right. whatever. I had an older cousin at the time too who was really athletic and so always going against him or playing different things against him he used to you know he was good uh, so my skill level on lots of different things mm-hmm. grew because I was always having to play older people which was which was cool it helped out you know what I'm saying but um, I to get back to your question I didn't I, so I played uh, basketball fourth Through eighth grade, so like middle school, right? I didn't play soccer at all those years. It was only basketball. Oh, okay. It was only basketball, straight up. So when I got to high school, it kind of ended up being where the only reason why I played soccer was because I was kind of almost pushed into it uh, to have to go through the conditioning and training and whatnot for basketball season. Just so happened that the coach of the basketball, my basketball team, was involved with the soccer team as well. Ah, oh,
1: I
3: see.
0: So, you know, you wanted me to be on the level of, like, when we're starting basketball, yo, we mm-hmm. ain't got no time for you to take weeks and whatnot to get uh, your conditioning right. That right. shit should already be right. Right, you, right.
2: You need conditioning for soccer. It is it's a whole true. lot of running. Yeah. <laughs> a whole lot of running. So
0: that's what I did for uh, for a few years. Wasn't like, like I said, soccer... I had some skill, but uh, that's not my thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basketball was definitely for me in high school. Was definitely my thing.
1: I have so many other questions that I could ask. I would, I would also just throw one quick question: the running in soccer versus the running in basketball, because you know basketball is like a lot of fast breaks, a lot of like pivoting and running it in a completely different direction, mm-hmm. like very quickly. Uh, do you feel that uh, your conditioning in soccer helped you out a little bit? And for, basketball? for
0: basketball? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. There are times, because I, I remember too, I also uh, was proud, you know, to be, I, I will say like, uh, like I'm fast, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like when we were having to do stuff, I remember plenty of practices of like running suicides nonstop. And the purpose solely was to have, I mean, we're going to see which, which one of you, who, who's going to throw up first? you know what i'm saying back and forth back and hard 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 hard. i remember so many practices of people just running to the sidelines fucking finding a garbage can and just puking. like bro why'd you eat before you came to practice that's some lemon (laughs) chicken what you know like just but i remember those those were hard practices were no joke like Mm. you know first few practices of basketball um which it's similar, like to to the movie. Like I say, yeah, a basketball, you ain't touching no basketball, right? Like, you're why, doing why, everything why you, why you before. You even touch a basketball, right. you you running your ass off. Yeah, you know. So it was. That's why I say it's very relatable. I love the movie. Um, my top two. That was my second. So. Okay. But if um, you guys want to move on and hit number sure. one, sure, we get the number one. All right.
1: So the number one for me is actually Enter the Dragon. So Bruce Lee. Yeah. Okay. And his final movie, you know, Rest in Peace. Shout outs to Bruce Lee. But um, I know, I mean, I, it's not necessarily a sports movie, but for me, it's like everything about that movie, he was at the pinnacle of what he was, you know. I mean, as basically in his own field in Jeet Kune Do, he created his own like field of study of Kung Fu. And he was the absolute master at it. He was at the pinnacle and it's a lot more, I mean, the story wasn't the best. It was basically him. The guys came to kill his sister and then they like throw a tournament on some island. And he goes to the island, he finds out who's the killer and he just whoops everybody's ass on the way to getting to that killer. And he gets that killer in the best way possible. Takes him to like a room full of mirrors and just whoops his ass complete with claw and bear claw and all that other stuff. But as far as, as far as uh, the movie, I just love it for the sheer athleticism that he, he brought to the table. Like a lot of that stuff he had, he killed himself. You know what I mean? Like that was also the first time where uh, Jackie Chan was in that movie. He was like one of the stunt doubles. He killed himself. Apparently he told the story where like Bruce Lee was just all over the place, the entire movie. And you can really see it, like every action scene that he was in, uh, every fight scene, his acting was actually really good. So he also brought that because he was he was actually a very good Chinese actor. Uh, And back then he actually did like Shakespearean type of stuff. And he really learned how to uh, be an actor as well. But just the athleticism, I mean, you got to see him mess with nunchucks. You got to see him mess with the bow staff. You got to see him do like a lot of running. You got to see him do like like a little baby spy scene where he dresses up in all black and he like runs around and scales like this tall ass wall. You know what I mean? So it was a lot of that. And it was just amazing.
0: Did he do his own stunts? He did his own stunts.
1: Literally all his stunts. And he was the stunt coordinator for a lot of the extras and a lot of the other people that were acting, too. So he would help them out and he would condition them and he would help them do their own stunts like, no, do it this way, you know, nice. like hit, attack me like this. I'll do this and then I'll hit you back. And that was the funny part, because as far as uh, Jackie Jan was concerned, when his scene was very short, he basically just runs in and tries to choke Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. Bruce Lee just like grabs him and just like rips his you know what i mean like basically twists his head Mm. and just drops him to the floor but he said that they took like a number of takes and it was actually really hard to just hit that one scene perfectly so you get i every time i watch it i've probably watched that movie at least 200 times easily yeah easily
0: what's what's your favorite scene Oh God, yeah, the, you got one?
1: my favorite scene is actually at the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot the, the bad guy's name, but at the very end, he's like fighting him in the mirror room and there's the scene where he's actually getting some shots in on Bruce. He was he like, he gets his claw cause he had a bear claw at first, gets uh, the bear claw kicked off. So he uses like, I guess like a Wolverine type of claw. And that's like actually supposed to be like Bruce Lee's heel in that movie. And he's like slashing him. He gets like one good slash over his chest. He gets like a couple of slashes on his face. And you start to see, you start to see him get winded. But at the part where it gets like amazing for me is that he basically starts to like just like hulk up. You know what I mean? Like when you say hulk up, it's like, all right, I'm all right, I'm gonna just let him hit me like this and I'm gonna just come at him. Mm-hmm. And the big comb it's actually two of them the first culminating scene is like when he actually has the jumping scene with him and they jump and he actually does a flying kick and catches him across the face. That shit is amazing. And apparently mm. that shit was like really played up. And then the other scene is actually more of a funny scene that me and my brother, we used to always rewind because it was so funny. So basically he, he knocks the the, the guy down mm. and just as he gets up, it's like, me, like Bruce like starts the L. he's like, Why? And he just like winds up and just kicks the absolute shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny because that is actually fake. If you look at it and you slow it down, it's actually like a dummy. Oh
3: shit. <laughs> so he's basically
1: kicking the shit out of a dummy, but they play it like he just like actually abs- just absolutely just kicks the absolute shit out of him. Uh-huh. <laughs> I <say> absolutely <laughs> like I'm thinking about it, and it's just so funny to me. But I—it's funny because I look at it on YouTube now, and apparently kids love that. Mm. So it, it wasn't just me. Like kids now, they just love that one scene, and so it's just—it's just really crazy for me. I, I love Bruce Lee, and it's crazy because he's been gone like even well before I was born. Like how long has he been gone? I was born in '85, and he was gone in '73, wow. <laughs> and his movies were still kicking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's
0: wild. Yeah.
1: Let me not go too crazy about it. I I could talk all day about that. No, you're good.
0: It's number one for a reason, right? Yes, sir. So that's important. Mm -hmm. But, um, you ever see that movie?
2: Uh, when I was a kid, yeah. Yeah. Okay. A long, long, long time, yeah. 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 I'm old. I actually haven't seen it. You never
1: seen it? No. Bro, if you like Bruce Lee, you should watch that movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm right. So, Rob, you want to hit us with your number one? Sure.
2: So, you see, you know, you said sports movies had the most like impact on your life. Yes. And funny, you, you said, you, th- uh, I think you said it earlier, you thought it'd kind of be easy. Mm-hmm. This one, I literally thought of, I'd forgotten about this and it's more specifically because of a quote. So this came to me, I, before I came, I showered and left. And as I was going to get in the shower, I thought about this, mm-hmm. the quote. And, and then I was like, Oh yeah, this is, this is number one. So it, uh, it's the movie Rocky Balboa, mm-hmm. um, kind of to, to, uh, preface why this is and it's really just specifically a quote so um so we all know 2020 was a kind of hard year for everybody Mm -hmm. um so in january my my wife and i we or ex-wife and i we Mm. we ended our relationship and it it happened suddenly for me because you know you don't see what you don't want to you don't what you don't want to see so it came up on me pretty quickly and uh, as a, uh, I deal with anxiety mm-hmm. um, and the unknown is really what kills, you know, it's anxiety, you know, and, you know, we owned a house, we were married and everything all of a sudden now, that's kind of all over. So anxiety was really bad for me. First time I dealt with it in many years and then that was in almost near the end of January and then COVID hits mm-hmm. and she moved out right before COVID. So now I'm alone in the house, I'm doing with really bad anxiety. I had pretty depressed, and oh, now COVID hit, and I, I'm by myself. Right. I mean, I saw oh, my Jesus. kids when I see them. You know, I regularly saw my kids, but besides that, I'm not seeing anybody. I, I work by myself right. at oh, work, I'm so, so I'm. It's life, you know, yeah. it's life, and and I was depressed and anxiety, and uh, I'm a huge sports fan. At work, I listen to a show. Uh, I listen to sports talk all day, and there's a show. Um, Bart and Han they come on uh, I don't know what time then it was, they've changed mm-hmm. but they the opening um, the opening to the show they play a bunch of different sports quotes and uh, there's one from Rocky Balboa that they play and uh, if you can just cue it up real quick sure, I, the first time, I had, I, first time I I heard it I never saw the movie and I heard this yeah if you could go ahead and play it yeah sure one sec yeah let me tell you something you already
0: know the world ain't all sunshine and rainbows It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take
2: and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. So I was I had heard that and I, I was and I was like, Man, like life Nothing can hit you as hard as life, and that's mm-hmm. nothing in my life has hit me as hard as that time in my life. And I was sitting there, and I played that. I found it on YouTube. Uh, that that quote, and I played it, and I, you know, I watched the movie, and then I remember sitting. It was a Sunday morning. I was alone in the house. I was really having bad anxiety and 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 just depressed, and I was on the floor, sitting against my bed, mm-hmm. and I was just like, you know. I can't, I, something's got to change. Like I got to hit back and I got up and I went out and I ran and I went out and and I, I mean, I'm, I'm good at running. Like I've always been able to just run and I went out, I hadn't run in years and I ran out and just ran eight miles as hard as I could. Like no, like not pacing myself, just ran eight miles and stopped and, and the next day, eight miles again. And then I started running every, and I was like, and I was like, I just decided like life has hit me hard and I got to fight back, and, right. and that quote really stuck with me all throughout last year. And I just fought back and and got through it each day. And that quote really, really, really stuck with me. That you know, life can hit harder, but you got to hit back. And that really was was something that just played in my head over and over again. And mm-hmm. and, and many days I struggled, and just that just kept playing for me.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's an excellent quote. It is.
2: It um, really is.
1: It, didn't his didn't his son pass too. Like uh, Sylvester Stallone's son.
2: In real life? Yeah. Oh, I, I'm not sure. I yeah. Didn't... If I recall correctly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Very well might have, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: but it's still, either way, either way, it's still powerful.
2: And that's true. Life can hit you, like Mm. you know, like anytime, like with COVID and just, I mean, you know, people lose their parents or, you know, you Mm -hmm. lose your job and Mm -hmm. a lot of this stuff just comes out of nowhere. Right. And you can either, you know, sit there and wallow and feel bad. And I did for a while, or, you know, at some point you can decide that, okay, this is not going to be acceptable Mm -hmm. and you get up and you do your best each day.
0: Yeah, which, uh, we should take a moment and say that, you know, uh, Give you your flowers, Rob. More and more power to you. Um, a lot of people suffer from anxiety and depression. They really do. Um, And what you had touched on and talked about, um, you know, that's a, it's a lot of bad shit to happen in one year. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> and that's a lot to, to shoulder. And for you to be able to come on and, and talk and openly the, yeah. about that and your anxiety, um, we're greatly... Uh, appreciative of that.
2: Oh, thanks. It's, yeah, I, I'm some. Yeah, I'm not. Never been someone to hide stuff in my life, or you know, right. keep stuff open about it. And people deal with it. You know, I'm not the right. only person. I'm not special. You know,
0: exactly that. Yeah. and that was right. one of my points nowadays. That um, there's nothing wrong with uh, anxiety, mm-hmm. and people suffer from that. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh,
2: yeah, and surprise, it's, you hear the people that do. You know, and now yeah. there's talked about more. I hear about, you know. If, it's famous. Not that they're, they're not any different than us, but the fact is they're on the public and they hit it, and you hear about, it and you're like, "Whoa!" I didn't, you know, I didn't realize yeah, that. No. And running became a way I dealt with it, and still do. I mean, I haven't really had anxiety now for a while. I get it every once in a while it pops mm. up, but running was a real key for me in being able to help deal with it because the endorphins. Right. Once I got right. to a certain point, those do- endorphins kick in. I felt like, kicks in, yeah. oh god, I feel like I'd do anything, like I run through a wall or anything like that. You know, it really was. It's, it's funny you said that. You know you know, 2020 was hard. It's funny. People say, oh, 2020 because of COVID. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and I think for me, it's not that. It's the personal stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, COVID, you no, know, yeah, it's, co- like, yeah, it's right. you don't even have time. That, like, right. I'm like, wow. Like, yeah. I mean, of course I was dealing with, with, but you know, I, I was lucky in the way that I was able to, I work by myself, but that was another thing about, I had to get up every day. My job is, you know, uh, my job's serious. I look for gas leaks. And so it's, you know, it's, it's people, other people's lives can be affected if I don't do my job. So mm-hmm. it's one thing, you know, I had to, Have a motive, you know. I have motivation for my kids and stuff. But sometimes, even just like this quote, would wake up in the morning and say, "I have to get up. I have to be able to do my job and do it well." Because, you know, no, not offense to anyone who, you know, works at a store or anything like that. But if you mess up in your fold, you know, you sell clothes, you mess up. There can be no real consequences to that, as far as you know. But my job, you know, it could. So it's a little extra
0: responsibility.
2: Yeah, yeah. So this this quote really.
1: I was actually going to ask this question, but I think you kind of partially uh, answered it. I was gonna ask, do you when you woke up every single day during those times, did you have that quote in your mind? Did it run through your mind?
2: I ran through a lot during the day. Maybe not specifically in the morning, but okay. a lot of times during the day, yeah, I would think about you know, think about it. And then diverse, every day I'd listen to that sports show, talk show and, right. it, and Alan Han and they're still together, they still do a show, huh? And that quote's still there. Mm-hmm. Uh and, and I would during the day I'd hear like, Yeah, and I got on my phone and I would play it and just, you know, and that just plays through my head and I can Picture Stallone doing it. I can't do it. I'm glad you were able to pull it up because I had it on my phone. But the the way he says it, you know, really. It puts the emotion and powerful, powerful, and I, I can't do it justice, you know, mm-hmm. just reading it myself, and he really puts justice into it. And, you know, if you if you followed the movies, you talked about Rocky mm-hmm. 1, and you mm-hmm. talked about 4, you four. follow it, you see he's been through a lot in his life. He's literally
1: been through a lot, yeah. Yeah, so he's, yeah.
2: you know, as an actor, he's able to pull all that stuff he's been through in the imaginary world and still put that into his emotion and right. really— you know, i mean, sure he's, everyone has struggled in life one way or another. So I'm sure there's some stuff he might be able to pull from his personal life. He said he lost his son. He did. Yeah. I actually
1: looked at okay. it and he lost his son to, uh, it was th- he was 36 and he, he died to heart disease.
2: Wow. So, so you know, that might've yeah. been something he was talking about, his way of getting mm-hmm. through, you know, maybe mm-hmm. that was personal for or him dealing with and it, yeah. dealing with in life. Cause there's nothing worse than losing your own kid. I mean, mm-hmm. thank God I've never done it, but we all know that's the worst thing that can happen. So maybe, but the, with the motion he says it with is I think really powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I don't really honestly remember. I've seen the movie. Don't really remember any other part of it. Honestly, I, I don't remember a single thing other than that, but that, that sticks out to me so much. And it really quote got me through a you know, number of days back then.
1: Damn. this is awesome. Beautiful. Yeah. Bro. Like oh, it's really awesome. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And you, you, yeah. you wonder like, you know, uh, when they make movies you know they make it for entertainment make money but you know some people hope it has an impact and to show some things can have an impact on people's lives you know mm-hmm. a movie a quote from a movie can right. you know really help and it's it's uh, you know a movies it's an art it's an art you yeah, know it's and, just and, gonna yeah. say yeah. the beauty of art yeah right. and beauty of art can you know whether it's a painting sometimes people you know i'm not in the paintings but they cry when they mm-hmm. see it you know it touches them and music and i'm a big music person so there's plenty of songs that help me through right. times like that and other ones and this movie that quote you know really helped me and get me through a difficult time, you know, so it's happy you made it right, right, right. <laughs> and I thought they were done with Rockies a while ago, and I saw Rocky Five I was Rocky like, oh they gotta stop here, quit Yeah, no no, no. <laughs> you didn't you stop. went you went you went too far, but you know, many years later,
1: bro they still going they have they're gonna have a creed three so yeah, they, yeah they're still going with it, yeah, yeah,
0: right, but once again, an excellent great choice for number one, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying uh. I like that quote You know I definitely think It's a very inspirational quote mm-hmm. We can leave it at that I'm glad that um, You know I'm glad that That was actually shared So Appreciate that Rob mm-hmm. But um, Alright we're gonna Let's close this up Real quick But let me hit My number one Sure <clears throat> Alright Directed By Stephen Herrick Okay This was released On October 2nd 1992 Alright starring Emilio Estevez, oh my God. Joshua Jackson, I and <laughs> too many more to name, yes. but my number one, the original, The Mighty Ducks.
1: Okay, God bless you, sir. Shout out. I
0: have to say, I mean, this movie set my whole childhood yeah. uh, because yeah. I was probably about seven years old or so when I saw this for the first time and- when I saw it, I wanted to do nothing but play hockey. <laughs> like <laughs> everybody did. <laughs> it, that's what I'm saying. This movie affected an entire generation. Yeah. Like it, it was the first sports movie that I that I remember mm-hmm. like watching and watching more than once as a child. All right. So the you know after you watch that, I remember playing uh, hockey with my. I think we mentioned this too, but some of my most memorable childhood times were being able to play hockey with Mm -hmm. all my neighbors with my cousin a bunch of people you know what i'm saying and some of those games were were some of the best times you know what i'm saying and the the movie molded a whole generation it was an absolute classic classic underdog story yes for sure yeah um i still think too the the original movie uh had great music you know what I'm saying so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know to me this movie this movie was everything to me you know what I'm saying I was a huge this when I first like I said hockey really was probably the first sport that I got into as a kid that was my main main thing that I loved and it was because of this movie and I enjoyed it through I, I did end up being as I got older uh i i did like the mighty ducks i thought it was awesome too around that time be, when they actually made the professional team mm-hmm. off this movie yeah which i thought was incredible too i still i i like to follow them but by that time too i was still i i was already a full blown i became a full blown rangers fan mm-hmm. so but i mean God, what good memories. The Flying V. You know, the Flying V. Yeah. The, so many things about that movie, man. I mean, yeah. I just uh you you guys obviously of all course. seen it, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean,
1: was actually I've, oh go, no, go, no, no, go ahead. No, I was actually gonna ask you a question. The coach, mm-hmm. if you could draw like a comparison between him and Coach Carter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because he wasn't even like essentially a coach in the beginning of that original movie. <laughs> he Yeah,
0: was like, no, he, no, was like he a had, to, right? he had yeah, to. He had to do. He got uh, in, in trouble. trouble. He had right. to do some uh, what community, community service, service. Yeah, and that he loved was it. Hockey, yeah, right, yeah, right? Right? Didn't
2: he? Yeah, yeah. No, For at this time, driving.
0: yeah. When he got pulled over, he. He grew up playing In hockey. hockey that's right. But yeah. he he messed, messed up as a that, kid. Missed that and he, shot with the deke. Yep. Yeah. And then he hated yeah, hockey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know. It, yep. The it's deke.
2: I remember being. I was watching that. I remember. I would take D. a puck. Yeah. Take a puck. And I actually got decent. I played hockey. Played hockey for many years with my friends. uh... I remember taking, watching that, and then taking a puck and taking a hockey stick on the carpet and yeah. back and forth <laughs> right in the carpet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, Emilio Estevez—he was a star, of stars was, back then. He
1: was a
0: star, of star. Yeah, my God. This movie, I think he did play in a lot of other older movies that that did real well too. But I think this movie mm-hmm. was the one that really he's best known for. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows him for being Coach Bombay. But to get back to your question, uh, Tim. About um, what's it? Coach Bombay and Coach Carter. And coach Carter,
1: yeah, because he he basically had to m- become a better coach too, along with mm-hmm. training a team. Mm-hmm. Coach Carter was already like a great coach that mm-hmm. just had to work with like a like just a kid, bunch of kids. You know what I
0: mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Uh, so was
1: I was it? just gonna say, if you could draw like a comparison to them, do you like Coach Bombay more than Coach Carter? Do you think uh, they both came out to like really like? Grow the teams in the best way possible. Yeah. I mean, any or any type of comparison that you want to make that yeah. may be good or bad.
0: Yeah, no. I, they both were, were good coaches. They did their thing. The one thing that I could say that was different, um, Coach Bombay, uh, yeah, he wasn't a coach, but he he had uh, prior hockey knowledge, mm-hmm. um, but he had to take a bunch of, of kids, you know what I'm saying, and, and try to get them... To, to first learn the game and then play mm-hmm. and uh, to buy into what he was, he was doing, which I think the only reason why I think that he may have had it a little easier or done, you know, was because they were kids. Now, Coach Carter coming into you dealing with Egos. You're dealing with teenagers. Right, you know what right, I'm saying. Right. These, these kids. Some of these kids need to get their ass whooped. You know yeah, what I'm saying. They rebel at teenage years. Mm-hmm. And yeah. not to mention too, like the hockey. Uh, just the way that it was portrayed, the Mighty Ducks, the hockey thing. They they were young. Um, they were young. Uh, this was more. It, it felt like more and more suburbs. You know what I'm yeah, saying. Right, right, right. And then Coach Carter. Uh, they focused straight on on kids that were in tougher spots right, you know yeah, what i'm right. saying so to be able to get uh teens uh and uh males you know what i'm saying right, with right, egos, right. And, egos and, and stuff there's a lot lot harder i'm sure coach carter probably had uh, a lot more stress <laughs> but um i tell you what though uh coach bombay came up with that flying v <laughs> it's, uh, and that flying v was uh something beautiful
2: that that type of story i think rings through uh, you get like the bad news bears mm-hmm. and you get mm-hmm. remember little giants yeah. oh yeah. yeah that was around the time yeah. You yeah. get and little giants is about the same age as those mm-hmm. kids you get that, that type of story of a uh, underdog team of mm-hmm. you know
1: overcoming all odds yeah, yeah. yeah
2: overcoming all odds is, it's just once again a timeless type of story where you know it's it's you all as a young kid can relate to that and, mm-hmm. and you just put yourself in those shoes I think
1: Right. I mean, you actually, you're honestly like living through them, too, in the movie. I felt yeah. I f- funny that all this happens like in 92. I f- you feel yourself living through those kids, like going through whatever struggles they're going through, or at least just being a kid. But learning that you could be something more if you just like put your mind to it and you have somebody that actually pushes you in the right direction. So, yeah, stuff like that. And uh, also, I know this movie wasn't even part of it, but like Cool Runnings, too. So even movies like that, you kinda like live through them and almost in a sense of like how they like build up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Cool right? Yeah, it was a
2: good that's yeah. a great yeah. movie. Yeah. See, there you go. Yeah, that uh yeah, Mighty Ducks is that's Mighty a good Ducks. one, man. Yeah.
0: Classic. That's why and I say for me too. I mean, people who uh who may still remember who have known me from back even way back then, they mm-hmm. would be able to tell you too that, you know, this movie was Life changing. Now, for did you me. did you like D two? Um, I mean, I was a fan. Uh, I liked the the Mighty Ducks so much that I did. Uh, I enjoyed D two, mm-hmm. and I actually even enjoyed the third one. Okay. The only reason yeah, why I didn't like one. the third one as much was just because Bombay wasn't the coach right, so right, it was kind right. of a different story. But the second one was pretty dope too. But it did not. Um, you it, it did not. Add up to what the first one was Okay And how special The uh, That first one was It was uh, amazing
2: I think of that movie So Not that I go on Ponds Ice Very much anymore These days But every Every once in a while You know I'll see a pond That looks pretty frozen over We don't get Because our winters Aren't as cold anymore You don't get You know Sometimes you go The whole winter You can't really get out there But Every once in a while, I'll see a pond. It's frozen enough for me to kind of start walking out on it. And every time, I, you know, people, you know, if I'm with someone, they're like, oh, are you sure it's okay? And I'm like, and I, just, I grew up playing pond hockey, so I got a good mm-hmm. feel for when mm-hmm. it is and when it isn't and uh, I walk out there, and it always makes me think of the scene when he drives the, the, limo. the limo out on it, and he the knows limo. he's fine. He knows because he grew up playing Pond huh? He grew up on it, so he knows it's fine. Every I feel every time I do it, I think of that scene, I feel like I'm Bombay, like I know I'm fine. I walk out, in it's ice, and everyone's, you know, I, I actually did it this winter onto a, little, a small pond, and my daughter and my son are there. My daughter's 14, my son's 5, and my mm-hmm. daughter mm-hmm. really worried about me stepping onto it. But, I, you know, I tested it, and I knew I could, and I start. and she's like, you okay? I'm like, It's fine, it's fine, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's making its noises because it's got to settle because it's not used to wait, and she's she's kind of freaking out. I'm like, I know what I'm doing. I'm Bombay. Don't worry, you know. (laughs) I'm thinking that in my head. I know what I'm doing, you know. Always think of that scene, like every the first time I walk out there when he drives out there on that in the limo. It's cool. Yeah, yeah.
1: Now let me let me ask you one quick question. Uh, Did you did either of you watch like Nickelodeon back in the day? Did you watch Pete and Pete?
0: I don't think so. I, think I did, and one of those kids was on the Danny Camberelli. Mo- yeah, yeah, he, he was, was on the Yeah, on the original Mighty yeah. Ducks. Yeah, yeah, P uh, and P's
1: great. You gotta watch it, bro. Is, yeah, but that. in that movie, I, he was like a figure skater or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, him yeah. and his sister. And his sister, yeah.
0: And they kind of scooped them up just to have some, like, to fill numbers, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, on their team <laughs> and whatnot, but. Yeah, no, that movie was, I guess like yeah. classic. And so. what's
2: great about it, too, is there's not many hockey movies. Like, you know, Miracle is a real thing, you know, mm. so that, that's, I mean, yes, it's a hockey movie, but it, it's, you know, it's just portraying something happened in life, but a fictional hockey movie, what is the, there's those ones about, the, like, in the 70s, the, the fight, I can't think of the name of it, Goon, it's a fame. Goon mm-hmm. yeah, something yeah. like mm-hmm. that. Other than that, I mean, can you think of another? No, movie? not many. There's that no. one with like a figure skater and a hockey player get together or something like that, but well, yeah, not that memorable. The
0: cutting edge.
2: Yes, that's that it. Yeah, easy. but oh, okay. so it took hockey, which we all know is like the fourth of the sports, you know, and 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 right. made it. Mainstream, and then an NHL team got named after it, so it really threw it out there. That's
0: yeah. how powerful Full the movie, movie was. It it was. Yeah, it's it's true. true. Very yeah. true. Literally yeah. turned so many heads. It made kids actually like, like the sport. sport. Yeah, for
1: sure. Yeah. I remember for a small moment, I was like, "All right, I'm all about hockey now. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> basketball." That was everybody, yeah. every yeah. kid.
0: But yeah. yeah, excellent lists. You yeah. guys, uh, you guys did a good job. You, uh, you too bro yeah, thanks, thanks too. Man. yeah
2: really good topic
0: yeah thank you uh you guys got any last words anything else you want to say no that's beautiful Oh, yeah. uh,
1: i would say thank you for giving me that rocky quote because i would probably be you know listening to that a lot oh. you know every every so often man but that's that type of stuff is needed also thank you for sharing too oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Awesome. yeah yeah rob we want to thank you again for coming back on uh like I always say, you know, we're uh, creating art and making history. So thanks for being a part of it. Uh, thanks mm-hmm. for having me on again. Mm-hmm. Anyone or anything you'd like to plug or shout out? Uh,
2: nah, just uh, go, G-men.
0: <laughs> Be yeah.
2: tomorrow. As a sports fan. It's on my mind. Uh, wrong with my that? kids. You know, love my kids to death. You know, nice. I won't hear this. I don't think, but uh, still. <laughs> and my dad for the baseball field of dreams. It's it's you know. Nice. Yeah.
0: You uh. Your social media platforms. You, uh, in case any listeners want to get at you.
2: Nah, you know, nah. No? Yeah, I'm on a huge. I'm on a
0: lot, but I don't want to share any of it. Okay, yeah, there's nothing Thank wrong with though. that. Yeah, you want to hit them with your social? So yeah,
1: I'm gonna hit them with the one social because I'm know I'm not gonna do Instagram at least not yet. But uh, for Twitter, that's Retro Show R E T R O S H O. You see the Kermit, you know it's me. Also on YouTube, if you type in Show Retro in reverse S H O R E T R O you will probably see my channel and yeah, I'm going to be putting in a little bit more work into YouTube. So yeah, you could catch me over there too. Um If you like retro gaming, you will get a lot of that. And yeah, that's about it, brother.
0: All right. Uh, you guys can always find me at Josh underscore Toth three. That's my Instagram. My Facebook is Joshua Toth. Uh, big shout out to our editor. Y O AKA Jackson Wallace. Shout outs. Yeah. Also, big shout out to uh, Stellar Sound and Media. Any musicians looking for studio time or looking for a filmed music video done, contact Stellar Sound and Media at gmail.com. Okay. Um, We also want to shout out our Day oneers.
1: Shout outs to the Day
0: oneers. Yeah. Thank you for your love and continued support that you show us. Yes, sir. We see all of you and we love you. We love you greatly. The uh, message option on Anchor. So if you get
1: on that message option on Anchor, you can hit it on the phone, you can hit it on the computer, and you can leave a little message, a little voice message, 30, 45 seconds is good. You can leave us critiques, you can ask us questions, you can comment on any of the previous episodes, and uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you.
0: Yes, use that message Please, option. Please, use leave that message option. Leave an audio message. Right.
2: I actually want to get uh, my sister Melissa. I know she listens. Give a shout out to her. So let's shout of out to Melissa. Parker siblings that appear on here.
0: Yes. <laughs> shout, shout out.
1: <laughs> shout
0: out, <laughs> <laughs> Melissa. Also, Melissa, you can leave a message too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Use that audio message. For real. But um, all right. So uh, lastly, please find us on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, YouTube, Google, and Twitter. Yes, sir. And that is at IAR Podcast. And by using the platform of your choice, please subscribe, follow, share, comment. Leave a quick review and a five-star rating on the Apple page. The more interaction we get through Apple helps spread the podcast to more listeners. So please hit that five-star and leave a review. Mm -hmm. All right, my man, that's a wrap. All right. Rob, thanks again, bro. Appreciate it, brother. All right, everyone. Stay safe, stay kind, stay proud and powerful, and we'll see everyone soon. Peace. Peace out